Yo, welcome back to Shoot the Shit Podcast episode. Dilly, help me out with episode number Episode 33. Episode 33. You gave me a little too much responsibility to remember that one, Dilly. Come on. You know I got that issue. You you shoddy intro. <laughs> you got to you know, really. be prepared. It is what it is. All right. How about we rerun that? Yo, welcome back to Shoot the Shit episode 33. <laughs> it's one of your co-captains, Big, Big, Big Yusuf. Excuse me? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I just... Big Mo. And Big Dilly. Oh, Big Dilly and Big Mo. Hey, wait, I thought it was Little Dilly. What happened? I grew up in the three weeks that we've been gone. <laughs> <laughs> Since you've been gone. Um... Since you've been gone. Yo, it's been a three weeks. And what an eventful and oddly uneventful three weeks. The Suez Canal got clogged up. Uh, we went back to another <laughs> shutdown and shut yep. back up. We took a break and we opened back up and we closed back down. Yep. I got a new background. Look at this blur. <laughs> yep. It's funny when you move back, sometimes the mic gets blurred with the background too. Look at this. Oh. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> Magic. Yeah. Yep. So we what have we been up to? We haven't been up to anything. Yeah, we I mean, haven't been yes up to yes anything. Yes and no. And we've been up to a lot. Right? Yes. Yo, I, f- I forget how to talk to people because I talk to people and be like, so what are you been up to? I'll be like, bruh, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even like that question anymore, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, how, what, what's up? How's the, what have what you been up to? Like, so I don't know. what's your favorite intro then? Like, if you're meeting someone for a while, what do you? What, what should you start with? Be like, what? Hey, man, you look, you got tall. <laughs> no, nah, that's, some, that's some brown people shit. Oh, you got fat. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like it's yeah. just a thing you just have to get past. It's like a uncomfortable yeah. thing that you just have to, to just power through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have such a hard time with eye contact right off the bat. Like, if I haven't seen you in a while, I don't even know how to look at you properly. Yeah. I, was, I, well, I guess we could talk about this too with the in-person clinical skills. When we went for that first time, I was just staring yeah. at people. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is weirdo. Like, I forgot that they could see me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look away real quick. Oh man, no, yo, in person, uh, in person, being an in person again, such a that's so nice compared to um, the Zoom man. People have height. People have height and depth. Yes, you know, <laughs> you know, they got real like gl- glint in their eyes, and you you are automatically forced to stay focused too. Yeah, and. Yeah, this is nice. And to be to clarify, we're not fully in person for our listeners. We're just uh, um, we have the occasional clinical skills in person. Yeah. And my man here, uh, did you or did you not get the vaccine? Yeah, your homie's been partially vaccinated. I think I'm going down the four month like vaccine plan. So I've been partially vaccinated. Get that AstraZeneca. No, I'm playing a joke. I got the uh, the um, the Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Look at that noise. I got the Pfizer. Um, and uh, get that next one in the in the next four months. You know, it's wild with the COVID vaccine. Apparently, the one, the Chinese vaccine was like 50% effective. Which one was that? Um, like whatever that was being distributed by China. Uh, I don't Again, know. This, I know the companies, Seattle. but I don't know the... Stealing a little bit from Andrew Schultz here, but sometimes our podcast is a little bit more feeling and not facts. <laughs> <laughs> so it is what it is when we say double check everything 
Yes, look into all the vaccines. <laughs> but I will say uh, when I have looked into vaccines, I think the general advice is that if one is offered to you, then take it with the stipulations of like a certain if there's if there's like certain populations or whatever that that shouldn't. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah so ask you ask your doctor about it if you have like a specific circumstance. So I know exactly. people are worrying about the the blood clots and stuff from AstraZeneca. I think. Yeah, they were conversation, and there's been a lot, and there's been a lot of research behind that. I think um, that was saying that you know it it, ha- it happens some small groups, and I think they have treatment for it because um, mm-hmm. I think they they can predict what happens with it. Um, so I don't think that's like I still listen to the top health officials on what's going on there. They know honestly generally better. Um, yeah. But it's also I also I still think it's good practice to listen to other experts on the field and see what they say, even if they do disagree, and see what they say. The yep. idea is to build a, conf- a, a, a you know informed knowledge as opposed to just because I remember I, I remember initially when we first got the remember this with COVID we have we haven't started the intro we gotta do that soon but I do remember with COVID when it first started people wearing masks everybody was laughing like. <laughs> that's not good for you you're gonna be making us sick blah 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 blah. but then the same and we'd be laughing at those people like they're you know they're being ultra whatever politically because somehow it's all politically charged somehow yeah but somehow. It's, it's and that was like let's say the political right let's just say with we wearing the masks initially like oh you're you're just you're being extra but then all of a sudden everyone wear the mask and I was like, what? You don't wear the mask? Oh, you're so stupid for not wearing the mask. Look at this. It's like, yo, you're literally, you just flipped on a dime. Yeah. And there's people who've been, who've been wearing masks like before COVID and everything. There's like, there's people who've been wearing masks. That always freaked me out. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> that always freaked me out. That was like. Um, They're ahead of the times. Some, is there something going on that I should know? <laughs> <laughs> is there an impending lockdown <laughs> i guess they're they're way ahead of their time i guess and you know here we are i wonder i wonder how long the masks are gonna last for man it's gonna be a while i think it'll be years honestly even even after vaccination gets under control yeah i yeah. feel like everyone's gonna be like on edge now like a cough will never be heard the same like dude like everyone's just gonna be walking Actually, no. I don't. I don't know if they'll be staying away from each other because I think people are eager to meet up. But yeah, I feel like there'll be some differences, like some stuff that'll be maintained for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Do I got a question for you? Are you hearing static on your end, by the way? What? Are you hearing static from me? No. Okay, so I'm watching the noise profile here. So sorry, guys, if this podcast does sound a little more zoomy than normal. It might be because I'm getting static today on this episode. Um, we'll have to just see what that is. And, and turn that down okay but with that what a great way to go to an intro <laughs> <laughs> yeah what up buddy what's up welcome back to shoot the shit podcast no we're not starting like that we're gonna start like Yo, welcome <laughs> back to shoot the shit shout out to kelvin hardcore shout out to laura <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting married next uh 
yes. next summer. And we're going to use Moe's back as the dance floor. <laughs> How did you optimize the surface area of your back? Oh my god, bro. Hello, hello. And now I play for uh, who might not tell the difference if I mess up or not. <laughs> I wonder what Pep actually thinks, man. Like, hey, yo, Shai, look at this nest I just built. Try it out, man. Try it out. <laughs> Want to move in? You can move in. Yeah, don't worry. It ain't nothing getting through that big back. <laughs> I don't know about that one. If you improve, listen, listen. Welcome back to Shoot the Ship. With your captains, Dilshan and Mo. Shout out to Calvin. <laughs> Shout out to Calvin. Apologies, everybody. We had some some technical issues, which hopefully you won't hear about if we edit it properly in post. And if you do hear it, it you're just going to hear it only in the intro. Um, or, we're, you know, my voice is going to sound a little more zoomy or a little more different. But uh, this second half is going to sound really nice. Mm-hmm. How'd that sound? That's crispy. Oh, crispy like my chicken. <laughs> Actually, do you like your do you like your chicken grilled or crisped? Mm, you like it rotisserie or do you like it fried? Either or, as long as the the meat is moist, because I find chicken dries out really easily and then it's not good. That's true. So you like your chicken a little rare? Not rare, like. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that's so nasty. Oh God! Oh, do not have your chicken rare. <laughs> Uh, cook that shit. <laughs> Wait, do you wash your chicken before you eat it? Like before cooking it or before eating it? Yeah, sorry, before cooking. <laughs> like cook it and then wash it. <laughs> uh, so like, yeah, you usually wash it before cooking. Wash it, right? Yeah. I'm not sure how much like that does if you're cooking it off, but like I just do it in case like I don't. Know. I don't. I don't do it for cleanliness. I do it to get rid of that, like the first level of oils that tastes. Yes. That can taste really bad. Yeah. That. Uh, that. Yeah. For that as well. It's a quick rinse to get rid of that oil and then acid, so lemon or vinegar or something. Yeah. See, I. I never knew. I thought that was just a normal thing that everyone does, until uh, Zach, who was a previous guest, randomly messaged me, the, messaged me out of the blue a couple of years ago. He's like, "Mo, do you wash your chicken?" I'm like yeah, he's like, oh my god, it is a racial thing. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? You don't wash your chicken? He's like, no. Why do you wash your chicken? I'm like, what? Yeah. But see, as funny as that sounds, I, I talked to Mona about this, and she's like, she's like, yeah, but see, we can think that's funny when people don't wash it, but see, now I had someone who I know that washed. <laughs> They got they got ground beef and they wash that. <laughs> How do you wash ground beef, man? <laughs> it just falls apart. <laughs> I don't know for ground beef. Like what my mom does, like she'll boil it first and then like cook it afterwards. It's Interesting. Like a, yeah, I don't. I'm not always. I think when she's making like a meat sauce or something. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, she'll put like the thing in the. And to boil it, and it kind of like cooks it a little bit, and then you like do the actual cooking afterwards. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not, I, don't, I don't. Muna Muna when she sometimes makes certain stews, she boils the meat too first. Interestingly enough, too. I've mm. never been that kind of guy. I always cook it first. Yeah, I don't know. Like kind of a little saute, you know. I like. I a guess saute, you can get rid like of the caramelization. Woo! 
Not the camera with my skin. What the? Ooh, ooh. Yo, mm. speaking of food, bro. <laughs> speaking of food, yeah. I got two stories for you. Two. Or the cameras over here. Two. Two for all your asses. Let me start off with a good, exciting one, first of all, and then the other one's a little on the healthy side. All right. So I've been waiting for Shoot the Shift to say this story. Uh, not to say that Dilshan's holding us up because that was a lot. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What? Uh, next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> don't worry. We're not having any love, less love for Shoot the Ship, but this. Um, so, this is a very interesting tale, a uh, 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 Twitter tale, okay, that I found mm-hmm. on my Facebook. You know, my Facebook is a lawless land, but oftentimes it's. A lot of gold. It's, my Facebook is like the gold rush, the wild, wild west, you know? Yes. Um, so there's a lot of hidden gems if you can make it past the trash. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, my YouTube's been pretty crazy too lately, especially with the MCAT. But I'll talk about that later too. <laughs> gonna hurt. I'm going to open up my YouTube first. I'm going to show you guys live, by the way. Okay, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so there's a guy by name, Jensen Carp. At Jensen Carp, he got himself some cinnamon toast crunch. Good cereal, goat level cereal. Okay, it's not yes. goat level, but it's 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 S tier, top of the tier, maybe A tier, right? Cinnamon goodness, tastes great. Cinnamon sugar swirls with every bite. <sighs> I got the words right. It tastes good, crispy, and it tastes good, soft and saggy. Yeah, you know, so- saggy, soggy. <laughs> 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 yeah. that's that's a image we don't you know <laughs> moist you know but um moistly <laughs> but anyway let's get let's get to the bread and butter of the story let's get to the milk right. and the cookies you know let's get so, to the toast of the cinnamon toast so jensen starts us off with a picture of his cinnamon toast squares bag um, and inside of it, you see what clearly looks like two shrimp tail shells. <gasps> Ooh. And then he's like, he's, he's like, um, at CTC squares, why are there shrimp tails in my cereal? And he says, it's not a bit while putting a picture of that. So that starts us off on a little tirade. And then, uh, 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 uh someone replied, this isn't general mills first rodeo with shrimp in their product slash provided ingredients. And then she puts a picture saying, in 2009, General Mills contract manufacturer Indie Bake Products LLC took a shipment of Adkin blueberries that was contaminated with shrimp pieces. <laughs> the tainted blueberries were unsuitable for, uh, this is in brackets now, the tainted blueberries were unsuitable for use in any General Mills product, much less the intended product. And then in uh, end quotations, the suit said. So it was, a, I guess, a lawsuit. And then Cinnamon Toast Crunch decides to respond. They said, we're sorry to see what you found. We would like, and by the way, Dilly, please interrupt me. Oh, what is that? Put that down. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, we're sorry to see what you found. We'd like to report this to our quality team and replace the box. Can you please send us a DM to collect more details? Thanks. So, someone said to them, that's it? So, this is where I got interested in the story. I was like, whoa. That's all they did? Just, you see two shrimp tails and that's it? Just send us this box and we'll send it. We'll replace you with another 
uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch Box. <laughs> kind of PR move is that? So they move on, and then Jensen responds stuff like this. So here's a picture of like what looks like just little black stems or like little maybe even dead bugs or dead people. It's just little brown, little brown stuff, like little dark brown, yeah. hard looking stuff. Doesn't look like what it should like it should be in, in here, the right? replacement in box. No, in that same box. I don't okay. think he replaced it. He says, stuff like this is all at the bottom of the bag and what appears to be cooked onto some of the squares. Please be nice with your guesses. Oh, no. I, I, because I will walk into traffic if I ate what I think it is. So the shrimp tail so. is kind of sussing me out, but like... When he's saying this brown stuff on the cereal, I'm wondering, like, is it just the cinnamon sugar swirls? <laughs> Now, it doesn't look like it. You th- based off the description, right? But it doesn't look like it. Okay. But let's keep rolling. Keep rolling. So someone responds at Derek Vig. He says, if nothing else, be amazed and awed that you, just one person with a phone and a Twitter account, have an entire brand in damage control. Executives making frantic teams meetings and probably have board me- members hastily clearing a calendar day uh, this week to deal with this. You. <laughs> and then there's a picture of another person saying Gorilla Glue Girl walks uh, walked uh, what? Gorilla Glue Girl walked so Cinnamon Toast Crunch guy could run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing that happened in these three weeks was the Gorilla Glue Girl. Uh, you ever heard about that? Is that the girl? Like she literally put it in her hair? Yeah, yeah. Because like you know, some people put glue in their hair to you know give some shape. That's, that's messed up, man. See, that's why on the bottle, these labels, they say, don't put in a fire. Like, clearly nobody would do it, but no, there is someone that does that. Yeah. It'll be glue and it says, do not eat. I mean, like, I wasn't going to eat it, but now that you said it, kind of (laughs) inclined. But, um, so the next picture is, all right, it's the same guy, Jensen Karp, the guy who started this whole story. He writes, all right. I'm looping in at General Mills because I'm genuinely nervous I'll never eat or sleep again without answers. Um, because they still didn't respond initially. Like There, there were one response that was garbage. Yeah. Okay, so Cinnamon Toast Crunch responded. Imagine. They said, after further investigation with our... T- Man, I gotta do better voices than this, right? <clears throat> Let me hear your best board board member... Voice After further control. investigation with our team that closely examined the image, it appears to be an accumulation of the cinnamon sugar that sometimes can occur when ingredients aren't thoroughly blended. We assure you there's no possibility of cross-contamination with shrimp. <laughs> then the comment's like, Hey, yo, Captain Crunch, yo, sh-. Let me start that back up. Hey, yo, that's shrimp, Captain Crunch. <laughs> or Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> this one are like cinnamon toast crustaceans, am I right? <laughs> yeah, and the next person is like, yeah, those are 100% trim tails. Also, with the puke face. <laughs> and then yeah, Jensen Karp, the pictures. Right? Jensen Karp goes back on a tirade, and then he said, okay, well, after further, and he's holding what looks like clearly two shrimp tails. Yeah. I'll share my image, but it'll, it'll mess up this whole Zoom. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> but, but we'll okay. Put it on thumbnail. Yeah. Well, well, after, well, after further investigation with, with my eyes, so he's responding a little sassy now, you little sass, sass. Yeah. Mm. It's like, well, <laughs> after a little further investigation with my eyes, these are cinnamon-coated to- shrimp 
tails, you weirdos. I wasn't all that mad until you now tried to gaslight me. Yeah. I had to I had to Google gaslighting because I've been hearing that word. Yeah. I learned about it this year. So gaslighting. Yeah. Gaslighting is to make someone feel pretty much like they're like they're crazy. Yeah. That's like in a nutshell. On yeah. something that like it's not it's like it's actually there. Yeah. It's, it's very like dismissive. Yeah. Um, so then there's a, a carcinologist who studies, you know, crustaceans, I believe. I think that's, that's carcinologists. It sounds okay. like, um, hey, I study crustaceans at the Natural History Museum. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I, I, I study crustaceans at the Natural History Museum in LA. Those do look a bit like shrimp talsons and uropods tails. I would totally love to look at your specimen under a microscope. I don't know why it turns southern. We might even be able to extract DNA to confirm the species, or if it's indeed cinnamon sugar. And then Zymo Research tweeted them saying, hey, we would love to provide you the DNA extraction kit and technical support for this if needed. And then the carcinologist responded, awesome, amazing. I really appreciate the offer. Underfunded researchers always need help covering the cost of sequencing our little possibly cinnamon sugar, shrimp friends. I would love to use my mini on to sequence any DNA uh, I can extract. Want to help? All right. And so I'm trying to get back to that part. Um, and then, awesome. So they responded to that. And then Zymo Research also said, happy to help. Our tech support team is aware of your needs and is standing by to help. Please email whatever and we'll get you whatever you need. And then another person responded, your move at Cinnamon Toast Squares, Crunch, whatever the name is, want to rethink your tweets before the science nerds start to enjoy themselves too much? Because as a fellow <laughs> science nerd, let me tell you, they won't quit till their hypothesis becomes theory. All right. See, this person, I don't feel like this person needs to jump in on this story. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like this person just came in. Kind of excited. Like, come on. Like, offer me a DNA kit or something. Like, this, this guy's giving me a DNA kit. This guy's offering me a test. Like, what do you, what you got? Uh, there's those people that, that, that provide nothing to any, no substance. It's just like, hey, man, I'm a science nerd, too. You're going to talk the talk. You got to you gotta walk the walk, you know? Yeah, you got to write the right. That's what science nerds do. Yeah. Like, you got to publish the publish. You got to give them some, like, maybe toss them a microscope or something at least. Or, I don't yeah, know. man. What was that one science? What, that one science website that's always off Facebook? Like it was like, it's like little kid science, man. I forgot what it's called. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. If I've seen uh, that. I don't know. It is what it is. But anyway, someone else respond. As a person with severe shellfish allergies, this is really scary. It's true. That is really scary, actually. And denial of what is so obviously shrimp tails is dishonest and disrespectful. Like you. And all of us can't clearly identify what this is. Why not just play that Nelly? It wasn't me. <laughs> Why did she play that Nelly? It wasn't me song. And then someone else, because that song was by Shaggy. <laughs> this is what I got hugged. And then someone with a picture, someone with a picture of uh, of Goku Obama smoking a cigarette as a profile picture. What's going on? Post, puts a picture of Stanley laughing, Stanley from the office, and says, This entire fiasco is getting better and better. 
Yo, if you get uh, Stanley laughing, bro. That... <laughs> oh, this one made me die. Okay. So then we move on. Okay, okay. Back to Jensen, okay? Jensen then says, I think we've all dated someone like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> Why? Because he put a picture where they're DMing, and Cinnamon Toast says, Thank you, Jensen. We would like to also send you some General Mills vouchers for this unpleasant experience. If that's okay with you, we'll send them right away. And then he said, No. You just told me it wasn't shrimp tails. <laughs> and then he said and then Jensen continues on, Okay. So they want me to send them the shrimp tails for a closer look. These are obviously shrimp tails. So I'll be keeping one yeah. one as evidence. Smart man. Yeah. Or woman or anything else I I shouldn't be assuming here. As I now feel like Sandra Bullock in the net. And then they proceed to say, imagine a universe where I'm like, yuck, these are shrimp tails. Then I re-examine them a few hours later and realize, no, <laughs> these are just accumulations of sugar. <laughs> yeah, like in what world does sh- sugar resemble not just one, but two shrimp tails? Oh, man. None. Also, Anyways, what, what was their investigation yeah. at the beginning there? Like they yeah. didn't have they didn't have the box or nothing. Like what was the investigation? I, you know, they're, they're, they just the, looked... the thorough examination and investigation. Like what the? <laughs> it's like that SpongeBob meme. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> it's not it's not me on the tape. <laughs> Yo, that's a Grammy right there. We'll talk about that later. But it's... <laughs> <laughs> we'll fill you all in that inside joke but should i <laughs> should i take my shrimp tail to a lab this is jensen should i take my shrimp tail to a lab he said i'm all in because then there's quotes afterwards a picture with him and cinnamon toast in the dm saying there's still some time to save this guys they are shrimp tails and then cinnamon toast responds to him in that chat saying thanks as mentioned previously, we definitely want to make this right for you. Our quality team would like to get it sent in to us so we can take a closer look. We'll be sending a prepaid addressed envelope so you can send the pieces to us. Can you please confirm that address you entered in the email as where we should send it? We have also created a report for your reference. Thank you. Um, and then he responds, yes. But I'm also going to keep one of the two because your last response publicly was super weird. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> and since you'll be receiving a shrimp tail, I'll keep one. So you don't want to continue to try to say it's sugar and make me look insane? It's facts. It's fair. Right? <laughs> and then someone, Dr. Karen James, responds to Jensen saying, Hey, Jensen, I'm a geneticist. Yeah, I got to put that arm down. Hey, Jensen, <laughs> I'm a ge- I'm a geneticist working in a field of environmental DNA, and it should be pretty straightforward thing to confirm these are indeed shrimp tails based on their DNA. <laughs> you are welcome to DM me if you'd like to pursue this. <laughs> you get DMs now, you know what I'm saying? That's how it's done, Mr. What's-Your-Name, who just <laughs> chimed in with nothing. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Scientist. And then, and then Jensen over here responds, Will do. I have two questions. Amazing. Two what are mm. these two? But before we get to those two questions, uh, Carter responds saying, "Hey, I want to be on this. Tri- <laughs> I want to be on the jury for this trial." Carp lawyer, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I present you. Dot dot dot. Exhibit A: Me, shrimp tails. 
Effing shrimp tails. No doctor or lab analysis needed. <laughs> uh, and then, and then, Doctor Karen James responds to the carcinologist that was way earlier. She yeah. says, "Oh no, scooped." Because <laughs> this person wanted to look at it too, and then she keeps going. Seriously, I think the carcinol. And then she's talking about the carcinologist. She thinks I think the carcinologist is better positioned to help Jensen Carp because he's one actually an actual crustacean expert in addition to being uh, a DNA barcoding expert. Two actually lives in LA. Three is at a natural history museum. Identifying the mystery items is usually part of an NHM's. Rem- Man, you come on. You can't, why do you got to be a doctor now? Okay, I can't understand one of those words. That said, dot, dot, dot. That said, I am still super keen if for any reason Adam Wall can't or doesn't want to take this on or would like a collaborator. Hashtag collaborator. Can oh, hashtag you know collaborator. <laughs> she might be Canadian, you know what I'm saying? Look at this communication here in advocacy. <laughs> <laughs> She's researching. Okay. <laughs> scholar. <laughs> That's a scientist coming in here trying to be, I'm a, I'm a scholar. <laughs> she is definitely a medical expert. But it, Or if there's a method or instrument they don't have there. Okay, so she's saying she can support. Uh, I've never made this far, by the way. Anyways, so then Jensen Karp said, I was convinced to go back through the bag since when I first noticed the shrimp tails, I freaked out and closed the box. And then he said, here's all my findings. <laughs> here's, which also now includes a weird little string. So he showed his picture here, and it's you see just like what looks like maybe two shrimp tails. You know the piece like before the shrimp tail? Yeah. That's like hard. Sometimes if you kind of rip the shrimp tail off, that piece might still stick on the shrimp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that part of the shell. There appears to be like three other like weird shell things. Mm-hmm. One weird brown tentorial looking thing. And then literally a string. <laughs> Just a string. This is straight garbage. It's actually just garbage in this man's box. <laughs> this is just garbage. Oh my god! Like, uh, but okay. At least and toss then, the man like an actual shrimp so you can enjoy it a little bit, you know? Right? You're like, you know, <laughs> some protein in this, you know? Just kidding. Anyways, if you shrimp in your cereal, do not eat it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like it's not going to kill you. No, yeah, don't eat it. Don't yeah, eat yeah, it. Wait, I forgot. <laughs> I'm going to be a medical professional one day. Don't eat that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, also Jesse Carp Also many of the squares have these black marks And some are dyed red And yes I ate a bowl before noticing all this And he shows a picture of like These pieces that have like black pieces Like cooked onto them mm. And like some like slightly red pieces In the corner And I also think it's important to state That the black things are cooked Maybe into the square and then he goes on, oh my god, for real, someone tell me there aren't like maggots or bugs. Is this shrimp adjacent? Also just found this weird cinnamon cover. <laughs> also just found this weird cinnamon covered pea thing. I wish this was a joke. So it actually looks like, it looks like, like you know, like a, a brand new green peanut or like a pistachio, the inside of a pistachio or like a pea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it looks exactly like that, but covered in cinnamon sugar. It's green. And then there's, like, all these, like, cinnamon squares, like, this black stuff baked onto it. Ew. Oh, God. All right. And then (laughs) he goes on to say, also, just a reminder, they told me that this was all just accumulations of sugar. (laughs) 
So that uh, Candace, mm-hmm. someone responds, it's okay. Oh, it's just sarcasm. It's okay. The FDA allows a certain amount of shrimp tails per box of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone, someone else responds, that is very true. They also allow a certain number of bugs in peanut butter. But can, what can we expect from cereal that eats itself in the commercials? These little cannibals probably got tired of eating cereal and went out for shrimp and left the tails because who eats the tails? <laughs> yeah, actually, do you eat the tails? Sometimes. Do you devein the shrimp? Usually it's like pre-done. like. But if it's yeah. not, then I will. Okay. Because okay. usually like, well, when you buy like shrimp, like it's all peeled and clean. True. Well, you can buy shrimp okay. like that. Yeah, yeah, you you can. I I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it's it's yeah. You gotta take that shit out. I didn't <laughs> it kill you. If I'm feeding you, you, don't worry, it's gonna be deveined. I'm feeding me. It depends on my level of care. <laughs> <laughs> it made no difference to me. Just give it a little bit of crunch. Yeah. Anyways, um, Chilt, uh, another response on that story. He said, "Hello, I'm a food safety auditor, and this is actually a huge problem." This should be reported. This company may have a recall on their hands as shrimp is an allergen. Continue to document records and photos and keep on file. Save the box. They'll need a lot. They'll need a lot. Yeah. They will need lot code info. So like the lot number. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this person just said, I just screamed in my house. And based off a response from someone else saying, mouse or rat droppings. Guaranteed they made a home in a bag of flour or other raw ingredient and all of the shrimp, string, and everything else is their scavenged items. Oh. Oh, my God. Uh, And then she said, Jennifer, I ate a bowl. And this is a response to Jennifer who responded to him saying, imagine if you hadn't noticed any of this until you were eating it. And then he said, okay, I'm going on TMZ Live tomorrow. (laughs) Well, this is on TMZ. And then someone responded, I was going to say the same thing. Mouse infestation. The rate of the trash in an employee break room for shrimp tails. The string looks like what infused into certain types of packing tape. Is the baking temp for CTC or, or Cement Toast Crunch high enough to kill Hantavirus? Yeah, you better not start another pandemic. <laughs> cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> God damn. If... Yeah, I'm hungry for some cinnamon toast crunch right now. Man. Know, I'm not man. even lying. I'm not even lying. That's weird. So... Like I wanted more. <laughs> I want it so bad right now. <laughs> oh man! But anyways, if it was introduced at the stage of baking the squares, I imagine the hantavirus would be killed at 140 degrees Fahrenheit, which is like the equivalent of like it's hot something. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. <sighs> Sorry, man. The cinnamon. The talk of it. But uh, it, it was introduced at the stage of the baking squares. The hantavirus would be killed. However, if the contaminants were introduced in the sugar tossing stage, it would not. No baking or heat treatment in use after that, sta- after that stage. For his sake, I hope it was all cooked. Yo, this is a, this is legitimate, like a legitimate story. Oh, my God. Dude, and this, then another this person unfolded so much. <laughs> yeah, another person said, "I work on a farm, and we recently cleaned out a bulk bin. There was a shredded plastic and tons of other gross stuff in the bottom. I was cleaning it out with my bare hands. Then I found the rat. We caught it and killed it. It's a rat's nest. It has to be. Oh, oh god. 
With her bare hands? Oh god. I remember I had to kill I've had to kill a mouse before. And that was a weird experience. Cause like it got caught on one of those like mouse stick trap things. Yeah. So like it was already like it it, it was in a position that it's going to die. It's more like putting it out of its misery. Yeah. Oh my god, that I, that messed with me uh, the first time. Ugh. Imagine being a rodent, man. <laughs> the world's just huge, and all you're doing is eating. And everyone, yo, their life, their life is no different than mine right now. <laughs> just trapped in a in place, and all I do is eat. You're fucking rat. <laughs> <laughs> fucking rat, bro. Um. But uh, okay, let's keep going. Update: mm-hmm. My wife has a stronger stomach than me, and check the other bag in the family pack. Oh, he got a family pack. No, oh. this one's this one seems taped up, and also appears to include, and I don't even want to say it, dental floss. It looks <laughs> like he has dental floss. Yeah, there looks like there's dental floss in his bag. Man. And then someone else responds: There's an unopened box of this in my kitchen that is getting a tomahawk dunked directly in this trash can. <laughs> And then someone else says, go through it and tell us what you find first. And then he actually says, ah, it looks okay to me. And then someone says, I dearly see a set of brown eyes looking out from betwixt the shadows. <laughs> I don't know where that person came from. Then the way people <laughs> felt about the... <laughs> and then someone responded, this is true, 100%. Because this was also within that three weeks of hiatus. The way people felt about that Oprah interview, I feel about this. What Oprah I need co- the Oprah interview with uh, Meghan Markle and... Um, Oh, yes. Yeah. Is I didn't Prince watch Harry? that yet. Is that his name yeah. Prince Harry? Yeah, Harry. Harry. Man, rest rest in peace, uh, Prince um, Charles? Philip. Philip. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my bad. Let me wrap that. Yo, rest in peace, <laughs> Prince Philip. With a long and healthy life of 99, almost 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the queen is still kicking, man. Yeah. Oh, that queen's been queen for some. Wait, does that mean our Canadian dollar bills will change when the queen passes away? Maybe. The queen's never passing away. I'll tell you right now. But um, <laughs> this queen's gonna live on forever. <laughs> but the way people feel about the Oprah interview, I feel about this. I need constant updates and commentary. Yeah, because there was that big Oprah interview with the Prince Harry and Meghan Markle about the affairs, and I think there was racist-related allegations, things like that. A lot of it is. I didn't watch it because I didn't watch it. I literally had zero care. Yeah, zero care. I, I didn't watch it, but care. apparently there's a lot of shit going on, mistreatment and racism and all that shit. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of mistreatment going on with cinnamon toast over here. So another <laughs> person, another person responds. I've never been so invested in anything in my life. Not even, <laughs> not even the birth of my children. I need to know the truth about this. And then someone else responds, I feel the need to give my husband a play-by-play when he got home from work, and now even he is invested. See, that's how I felt about you guys on Shoot the Ship. I think this is as far as I made it. And then I'm like, I gotta stop it right here. And then someone says, call F an exorcist. And then someone said, yo, Seth, there's a script to be written here. Uh, oh, it's Seth Rogen. Oh. Yeah, Seth Rogen responded. <laughs> anyway, well, so Jensen you heard continues. a lot of noise. I was adjusting my microphone. Yeah, yeah, it's all Gucci. Yeah. Um, and then Jensen responds, this is something that I have left uh, offline for a bit. I Just to speak to them first. But it was at the Woodland Hills Costco. Because someone responded, where did you buy it? So then someone else said, 
Yeah, you're about to get bumped up to the Costco executive card at no extra cost. Probably Ooh. true. And then someone said, this is going to end with you meeting a General Mills whistleblower in a dimly lit parking garage, isn't it? <laughs> someone, says, <laughs> someone said, deep toast? Wheat throat? <laughs> I don't know where the wheat... <laughs> but the deep toast I like. Yeah. Uh, then Jessica goes on. I genuinely wish this was not real. All day, I've tried cognitive, dis- I've tried cognitive dissonance. Yet, it is still real. Now on the bright side, this is someone responded. On the bright side, this is all absolutely riveting, and I am on the edge of my seat waiting to find out the conclusion of the saga. Yo, man, this is stop with this filler, y'all. I want to get to the end of the story. I, I can't wait. <laughs> the response to be what within this terror. Okay, okay. So next, next big, <laughs> next big thing. <laughs> next big thing. He my, said, "My little buddy here." Ooh, yeah. looking like General Mills, kind of sus. Yeah, black, pretty sus right now. Yeah. So Jensen responds. So I called Poison Control. Good mm-hmm. news. If it is rat poo, I won't feel the flu-like effects of an infection for at least a few days. <laughs> That's good news. <laughs> and then so some, some someone responded, or Batman nineteen thirty nine responded with a picture of the the Simpsons. Where it said, where it's like you see Bart Simpson leaning over, like coughing, and yeah, like pain after eating a cereal, and it says, "Free inside, one jagged metal crustio." <laughs> <laughs> and then someone says, "There is always a Simpsons episode." And then, true. yeah, and then so Jensen says, "I'm the new Gorilla Girl, aren't I?" <laughs> um, and yeah, people are calling him now the Cinnamon Toast Chump. Uh, yeah, he's made it on like a bunch of big things like Hooters and Peyton Oswalt, whoever he is. Damn, yo. Who's Peyton Oswalt? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Um, Lucas, it's crazy to me that yesterday morning General Mills could have just given you $300 and told you to shut up, but they decide this whole saga would be better for their brand. And I'll be honest. I think it might be. I think I want it. Yeah, I think I, I think I think they made the right choice here. What do you think was the at like, least from a business perspective? Do you think the just getting a replacement box would have been acceptable if it was you? Me? No, I would have gone like, all who, the way. I would have done what this guy did. Yeah. The fight is one of my favorite parts. Knowing you though, Dilly, you would have had to go through rehab with all of us. <laughs> you, we, you've been calling us up. We were like, "Yo, just call that man." Yo, check this tweet. Check this tweet real quick. <laughs> You're like, man, I don't want, I don't want to look shady. No, they're gonna think I made it up. I'll eat the shrimp tails, man. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you probably f- pretend like you forgot the box at the grocery store. <laughs> but anyways, he he gives an AM update. He says, I feel fine. I'm going to get the black stuff tested today, and I'm also going to talk to Costco. Most importantly, nothing new from General Mills since they asked me to send them the shrimp tails that they had tried to convince me was sugar. <laughs> I really want to know what their investigation was. <laughs> so he put a picture of the cinnamon, cinnamon toast cereal and he put a bunch of like stickies on it saying, do not eat, do not eat, do not eat, do not eat. You know, they truly lost a customer though. Like this is a long-term customer that they probably lost. Yeah. And then he says at the US, US FDA, are you up? 
And then Buck, someone responds saying, FDA get, getting the Jensen, Jensen call this morning. Can we talk shrimp for a minute? Okay. Yeah. Is this going? Yo, this is long. Yeah, how long Anyways, is this shit? <laughs> this, this is legitimate saga. Like, yeah. he continues on. I plan on continuing full transparency for those concerned about their products. This is the first I've heard of them since yesterday when they said they were sending an envelope and my new response. Okay, so what did they say here? Um... Hi, Jensen. Our team reached out to you by phone and left a voicemail. We want to set up time to have FedEx to stop by to pick up the items you found and all the packaging. FedEx needs a three to four hour window where you're going to be available for them to stop by. Yada, yada, yada. This is from General Mills? This is from General Mills. And they're just giving him a time, essentially. And then he goes on and he responds saying, I won't be giving you this stuff, especially as last I heard from you, it was an envelope. Again, your tweet calling it sugar was super weird. And the fact that you haven't said anything to the contrary doesn't allow me to trust... Uh, to trust with you at all you're being super sketchy and odd when this was a very easy pr response to make people feel assured you cared about your and then he just showed the rest and it says also yes they want me to be at home for a three-hour window and then someone said seven seconds of silence i'm dead and then someone said seven seconds of silence will be the title of this netflix doc it's gonna be one of your true crimes dilly yeah i've been watching i'm watching a lot of those Oh, that's where the seven seconds of silence came in. It's the part that we missed, right? It said yep. there was also no voicemail. It was just seven seconds of silence. Wait, who, who got a... The Jensen, the guy who started this whole tirade. Oh, so like, General Mills left... Oh, they said they left him a voicemail. Yeah, either him or FedEx, who one of those two. Yeah. Oh, that's... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Seven seconds of silence sounds like a horror movie. That'd be a sick documentary, though. Real, like, real talk. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, buddy. But um, all this evidence, like all the testimonies you'll get, like the people who are not commenting on it. Yeah, but this is more enticing than Game of Thrones, man. I just hope it doesn't end like Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> but and then Jensen continues. But is it accumulated sugar, you doofs? Because in response to Cinnamon Toast pasting a picture, while we are still investigating this matter, we can say with confidence that this did not occur at a facility. We are waiting for the consumer to send us this package to investigate further. Any consumers who notice their cereal box or bag has been tampered with, such as the clear tape that was found in the case, should contact us at 1-800-GO-TO-HELL. Um, <laughs> after almost no investigation... After yeah, almost no investigation... <laughs> yeah, after, and then so, no, someone said... Someone, it's not, not Cinnamon Toast, it's some guy named CMR Riles. After almost no investigation, we're confident that once the consumer gives us all the evidence, we will blame this on someone else. And then someone responds, ah, yes. <laughs> ah, yes. Clearly someone nefarious made their own cinnamon toast crunch copycat recipe, <laughs> cooked shrimp, rodent poo, and dental floss in it, and somehow snuck it into a sealed package. Makes sense. <laughs> and then this guy, this guy took his cinnamon toast crunch in a car and actually, like, put the seatbelt on it. Some updates. I am now in touch with a testing lab, Re, the black things. That sounds like a great episode, but also very racially charged. <laughs> black is sus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But which, Look at this guy just sitting there. But which I will not be calling by any other name for my own sanity. Also, a research company will be paying for my DNA test to, shrimp, to test a shrimp tail. 2021, y'all. 
And then he also responds, I want to also explain this. I have no idea how this got in my cereal bags, and neither does Cinnamon Toast Crunch Squares. It definitely could have been contaminated in the Costco, though that doesn't explain the squares that the black stuff cooked on it, or the sugar coating on the shrimp. Also, unless like someone at Costco somehow opened the bag, contaminated it, it and then sense. resealed the bag. It doesn't make sense. Exactly. My point is, their initial reaction to the shellfish being in the bag was to tell me it was sugar. Not to investigate the issue or look into it. It's a deadly allergy to many and non-kosher. Good point. Good ad. Mm-hmm. And that didn't seem to matter beyond offering me a new box. I originally approached them thinking it would help out. Then they said I'm mistaking sugar for a crustacean. Anyways, I'm testing the DNA of a shrimp tail now, so I hope everyone's happy. And then <laughs> someone named Clarice cut to the Netflix series of the DNA of the shrimp being mismatched to Zodiac Killings. <laughs> <laughs> Holy God. Being co- being coated in cinnamon is, is the least those shrimp deserved. <laughs> and then someone said, I it, it, so there was a, he got an email, okay? Cinnamon Toast Crunch Ref, zero, zero numbers. He said, hello, dear Mr. Carp. Thank you for getting back to us. If you are one unwilling to send the items in cereal packs, and goes, please provide these items to your local law enforcement. This this may be product tampering, and we need the oppor- opportunity to investigate the packaging. Sincerely, and that's someone. Is that from Mario Otis? Yeah. And then it, another one says, okay, the police you want to involve. So I think he responded. He said, okay, the police you want to involve for your investigation can call me at the number I initially sent you or by contacting me at this email. I'm not walking into a random police officer station yelling, here's the shrimp tails that General Mills wants. <laughs> like it's a smoking gun for a murder. Also, didn't get back to you. You got back to me. This is the first email I've received from you. We've only spoken over Twitter Twitter directly message. I did email you initially. And we can't see the rest. The heck, buddy? This is, this is what's going on. What's going on? I did, yeah, I did email you initially through a submission form, which you guys are replying to the first time here. You guys are an insane mess of a company. Yo, this is us. Does this end, Mark Newman? <laughs> oh, I thought this was gonna end. <laughs> Yo, sorry, shoot the ship, folks. I, I hope you're invested. <laughs> I'm invested in the shit. This is a movie, man. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Mark, someone responds saying, hey, at what point does this get elevated from social media specialists to customer relations? And then someone responded, right around the time some kid who has a parent that works at General Mills in uh, in legal listens to why their kid is laughing so hard at the TikTok and the Twitter. And then someone responds, kiddo, why are you giggling so much? Dad, don't you work for these guys? Oh, my God. Frantic phone dialing. And then someone responds. <laughs> Another person responds again. Pretty much exactly this. As a slow-mo commercial for the miniseries. The no Being yelled as two other cell phones and a Peloton pedal go flying. <laughs> and then Jensen Carp gets back to us. I spoke to the New York Times. Whoa. This oh. really escalated. And I'm quoted saying, I am not considering legal action. Obviously, if I ate rat poop, we're going to have to readdress that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then let's just keep rolling. Damn. What would be the appropriate response from Cinnamon Toast Crunch off the jump? Off the jump, right off the bat, be like, yo, we are very sorry for this. Uh, send this over to us so we can investigate further. Um, um, and then try to go 
to how they can help. Obviously, they can't go too, too far. But I think the point about safety, just addressing the safety aspect of it would have been good. Mm-hmm. And and saying, like, we'd be happy to replace your box or provide you with, like, a week of cereal or something. Yeah. It was, like, was the main issue that they didn't address that, like, they didn't validate his thing? Yeah, I think that's the issue. Yeah, because I, I feel like either way, like, you know, sending a box is, like, a good action to take i think yeah, like it, replacing one, it yeah one box is a spit to the face though bro yeah like send, send some send some boxes send, send some like, stock them up with cereal uh oh, give them one of every kind one one of every general mills <laughs> give a party pack <laughs> uh, uh but yeah no i agree i think it's just i think they they just didn't they dismissed his fears and concerns yeah exactly so that's the that's the issue here. So, you know, they weren't being hashtag collaborators. Well, uh, so that's why ha- we have the framework, man. We gotta we gotta learn. Exactly, bro. Exactly. But like, this will build his immune system, right? Uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I don't know about that one. <laughs> or puts you into chronic pain. Okay. Um, also. <laughs> A B C D's. I was, I was just trying to be. I don't know if I'm drunk now. <laughs> but um, yo, let me. I'm just gonna look how many more pictures this is. Cause God. Oh, two more pictures. That's it. We're at the end. All right, let's do it. Woo! Final season, everybody. We're on season five. Okay. Also, something for all social media. <laughs> we're gonna definitely make this a clip, but we're gonna have to clip this up into episodes. Yeah. We, like we gotta have an outro that goes like, doom, 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 doom. Um, but also something for all social media managers to take out of this. Your millionaire bosses will throw you to the wolves. No one, no one outside of the social media team has tried to contact me, yet they're getting insane directives from them. If you get paid to tweet stuff like oatmeal is bay and what does TFW mean? TFW. What's the context? Uh, TFW, you drank our lemonade. Uh... That it face when com- you drink drink our lemonade, I think. That face. Oh, one. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that face one. Okay. Let me handle the stuff above your pay grade. This isn't what you were hired for. They have an entire PR teams and crisis management groups. You're good at means, and this isn't fair to you. Um, a lot of stuff here, honestly. Nothing new. And that mm-hmm. was the story. I think he just ended off with a, a statement, essentially saying, hey, listen. You guys got to And then someone someone said, "How did it end?" <laughs> but I will say, this is a this is a pretty Game of Thrones ending if this is the ending. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like but it's a cliffhanger though. But real question to you and to our audience and to everybody, Dilly. Mm-hmm. On a scale of 1 to 10 or or 0 to 10, where 0 is you are uh no pain and 10 is the worst pain you ever felt in your life. <laughs> yes, I know, but on, on, a, on a scale of negative ten to ten, okay, negative okay. ten is you absolutely do not want cinnamon toast, right? A zero is your neutral, and then ten is like, yo, I I need cinnamon toast right now. Where are you on that scale? Nine, positive nine, right? Yeah, yeah, I want a solid like <laughs> eight, nine, two, bro. <laughs> I'm not even like Dude, I'm feeding it. I want some cinnamon toast, crunch, just a like goat cereal. Right? I'm feeling it. And you know what? I wasn't even thinking about Cinnamon Toast Crunch until this all happened. Yeah. 
I wasn't even thinking about it. What if that's what they're planning this whole time? Yo, you know what? That could be a conspiracy right there, bro. No, that's the documentary. How do you think they get the crunch at Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Shrimp tails. <laughs> what do you think? You think you think sugar's supposed to be crunchy? That's true. No, unless it's creme brulee. Also, it's the probably the dough, the the other part of the cereal part. But dough is soft. How do you maintain the crunch? You gotta get the chitin in there. You gotta get that crustacean shells. You gotta get yeah, that wrap. I think you cracked it wide open. Cracked it wide open like I cracked that shrimp back, baby back shrimp. <laughs> Speaking of cereals, what would you put? What else? We're not gonna turn this into a Halloween episode, but what, what's, what are your favorite cereals <laughs> of the of the mainstream cereals? And don't yeah. give me no like fucking uh, syrup yeah, bunches yeah. of oats or whatever the fuck. Uh, discount. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, but I will, before before we get on that question, I was genuinely like thinking you're gonna somehow segue to R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but uh, we'll get that. Um, okay, what would I give my ratings? Let's not go too long on this one. Yeah. Top, 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 top of the cereal chain. Top five in no particular order. Vector is really high up there for me. Never tried it. Oh, God, I love Vector. It's just expensive. They always try to. It's healthy cereal meant for the athletic sportsman mm-hmm. or woman or whatever, right? Um, but it tastes delicious. Um,. Vector is up there. Uh, I'm going to have to put mini wheats. Mini wheats for sure is up there. Which, which 100%. Kind? Not even a joke. The regular. The white white one? Oh, yeah. You can't go wrong. They had the brown sugar and the different types. Nah. Now. Nah. Don't change it off. You know what? It's like a donut, man. The, just uh, the regular honey glaze is always the best. Mm-hmm. And chocolate dip, right? Once you get fancy with these extra stuff, it's like, yeah, that's not what I'm here for, man. Yeah. That's not what I'm invested for. Um, so mini wheats, we got that. I okay, I, this is stupid, but I like, I really, really like. Um, what's it called? It, if you get me just regular selection brand, not any other brand, but selection brand cornflakes. It's a level of like flavor of like cancer in there that I enjoy. <laughs> I have to There's try a level, selection brand, but. There's a level of cheapness in there that I, like, I just love. It's like wafers. Uh, like, you know, chocolate-filled wafers? The cheaper yeah. they are, the better they taste. And like cheese puffs, the cheaper they are, mm-hmm. the better they taste. I don't know what it is. Um, let's do top three because top five starts to get hard. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, okay, so those are yours. I'll go yeah. uh, Frosted Flakes. I know you think they're too sweet. But I mess with some frost flakes. That makes uh, my, the roof of my mouth tickle. That's quick. I enjoy. You know it. And you got the chocolate milk after too. So yeah, you know it. And um, all brand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would say. So many good cereals, man. So many good cereals. But I guess for for the purposes of this, I will say Honey Nut Cheerios. You, you like that Honey Nut, don't you? Yeah. 
honey, honey bunch. Mini wheats are fire too, though. I like mini wheats. Yeah. Okay. Okay. See, I used to, I used to really enjoy frosted flakes. That was too sweet, man. It's too sweet. No, I, I messed it's, with it heavy. It's weird. You ever had I apple, older... the, uh, What's that? Apple Jacks, I think it's called. Have you ever had that? I'm not usually a fan of apple cinnamon flavor stuff. Oh, yeah, you're not. You're not. You're not. Oh, French you, Toast you Crunch. Like... That's another one I throw up there. French Toast is great, especially if you eat it like... It's, some cereals are actually like really good not with milk. That's one of them. That's one of the ones you can just eat all day. Yeah, that and but I still like it with milk, though. Yeah, mini wheat is gar. <laughs> mini wheat is impossible. It's impossible to eat without, without milk. milk. Yeah. <laughs> I wish just... they had a little bit more sugar coating. No, that's the thing. It, I I don't know what it is. I I like that level anymore, and it just becomes sugar. Just after like right now, like I'll get that initial hit of the sugar, but then I'll just be like I'm eating like a nest. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you might find a bird inside, man. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you might find an eggshell. That's what's happening, bro. Damn. You might find a robin egg. The blue ones. Or a mini egg. Yo. Oh. They should do that as an Easter campaign. Yeah, Yo, you know what the funniest thing about the... Oh, that would have been sick, actually. And imagine if you get one of those, like... those. What's those eggs that have, like, the cream in the middle? The caramel? Oh, I don't know. Those nasty-ass things. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that'd be sick though. They make like a nest out of mini wheats and then put oh. mini eggs in it. That's fire. Oh, oh. your mini Yo. wheats hit me up. <laughs> Yo, let's still <laughs> yeah. the, cut cut this in post, man. We gotta save this. <laughs> um, no, there's there's oh, yo, Nesquik. As you grow older, though, and I think I'm sure everybody thought about this, and I'm sure everybody's seen this before. But as you grow older, you realize Nesquik, it's just rabbit poop. Yeah, that's what it is. I think it's the point of it, right? That's why it's yes. Yeah, it's just the bunny's poop. Yep. It's just little, little, tiny pebbles. Yeah, I think that's the aesthetic of it. It's like r- little rabbit poop. How is that an aesthetic? <laughs> How is that appetizing? <laughs> they probably left that in for like, if you know, then you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you got, you got it. <laughs> yeah, the kids, the kids aren't thinking that though. No, 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 the kids, no, no I never thought that. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was chocolatey goodness. It's, yeah, it's fire. I, I, yeah, I want to buy another box. Oh, bro. cinnamon toast crunch up there too. Great uh, cereal, despite the shrimp controversy. Yes, um, you know what? And even with the shrimp controversy, it just speaks to its level of. You know, I respect the ruthlessness sometimes. It speaks to a level of ruthlessness by the company. Yeah, like if if this happened with like, uh. Some random like Fruity Loops cereal or something like some discount, very like it wouldn't it wouldn't help the brand. No, imagine if this was the Fletch Flintstone cereal or whatever that <laughs> Fruity Pebbles. I never had that one. <laughs> oh, it just looked like just straight sugar. Toucan <laughs> Sam or whatever that other one was. Uh, Fruit Loops, Fruit Loops, Fruit Loops, Fruit Loops. Just that yeah. that. I that, miss the Fruit Loops. No, Fruit Loops tasted like. Like it's not fruit. To me, man. Let's be honest. It's not. There's no, no fruit. It's, it's just <laughs> random, man. That was not fruit, bro. That was there was colorful cereal that tasted weird. Tasted <laughs> like I was eating. It honestly tastes like I was eating paint with sugar. <laughs> it's offensive like, that they call it. They threw fruit in there. Just to like. <laughs> but they had the best advertisements of all. Oh yeah, they great. Yeah, it actually was like mesmer. Like it, actually, it, no, it, Frosted Flakes had the best advertisements. They've always like back back when I was like playing ball, like they had those commercials. 
Yeah, there's I le- there's some like tricks they did there that I picked up from Frosted Flakes commercial. Like you know the one where they had the ball like this and they're going like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I I started learning how to do that from the Frosted Flakes commercial. Yeah, look at the audacity of these companies, man, trying to make this look like the healthiest cereal ever. <laughs> it's literally just corn flakes <laughs> dipped sugar. in sugar. It's just it's just sugar, <laughs> sugar dipped Great. in diabetes. Yo, that's what it is, man. Oh my god, yo! Speaking of a sugar dipped in diabetes, um, I have a whole, I have that, Reese, I have that segment ready up to, for you to go if you wanna, if you wanna get diabetes. Which segment? Of the ear. You know what diabetes of the ear is? No. It's a dysfunctional ear, and dysfunctional ears come as a result of horrible noises. So I have a whole new set of. Can you guess the terrible oh recording? My god. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's that segue, it. eh? <laughs> was, that segue took like four seasons. <laughs> uh, you excited for this? Uh, I'm excited. Okay, okay. So, I'm again, everybody who hasn't heard the first time, if it's your first time listening, this is a game where we play you uh, generally a cover, usually recorded covers. Um and we have Dilshan and you at home guess the recording. Okay? We start off simple. We start off easy. Uh, and then we progress to something a little harder. Last time, Dilshan did a great job and got three out of four of them. I got some DMs that also said people were ma- able to generally make it up to about three. And then they you died at the end. Yeah, and then they died at no, the last I one. I want DMs, man. Bro, I'm so sorry. How come no, one, how come no one's jumping in my DMs? Yo, jump in my Send me some of the answers too, man. <laughs> um, bro, I'll send you, Dilly. I'll send you. <laughs> you know what? Someone could have just been me talking to myself too. But <laughs> but no, we appreciate the reach out. Um, the, the the last one, if you haven't heard it, number four, have a check out. Listen to it again. Um, uh, By the way, I got was... my laptop charger while you're loading it up. Okay. Okay, so I'll play this round one for everybody. And as Dilly, look at that. Look at you call me Big Backmo. Look at this guy. I don't know what you're talking about. But I'm gonna play the first one, okay? In the meanwhile, and uh, this one should be the level easy. And he's setting it up now. All right, here we go. So don't jump to the answer right away. Let it play out. You have another 30 seconds. Sounds familiar, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, who's doing great up until the end there? Were you able to get it? Could you have a guess? Do you need a hint? I may need a hint. I don't think I got anything. By the way, I brought some chocolate. 
Oh, oh, did you make that? Uh, we didn't end up making it. Didn't have time. Oh. But I have like a shit ton of chocolate chips here, so I'm just gonna munch on a few. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, save that for me when we go exercising sometime. Um, <laughs> but, but um, okay. So here's the hint. You may see shrimp. Can you run it back a little bit? You may see shrimp with what this song is talking about. Hopefully I know the song. I'll start again. I know the song? You absolutely know the song. And everybody at home, you probably know the song too. All right. How's the volume sounding? Mm-hmm. give you another hint mm-hmm. the song is british but also very popular internationally Stop coming to me, man. I'll give you one more hint. And if you can get this before Dilly, or if you've gotten this before Dilly, just understand you're better than Dilly. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. The last hint is this: the vocals of this song was performed by the drummer of the band, who's probably the poorest vocally, and it's by a very popular boy band. Submarine? Yeah, you got it. Bring, 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 bring. I, I haven't heard that song in a minute. I only recognize the chorus, but yeah. I feel like they're doing the verse here. In the land, na 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 na. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I don't remember any of that shit. I, all I know is we all live in a yellow submarine. Yeah. Yellow submarine. And he does it right here. All living. And he, and he bungles it. Yeah, right there. He just bungled it. Off, and then he goes into something that made no sense after. Good job. So the first song was "Yellow Submarine" by the Beatles. The oh, hints were "shrimp," meaning the yellow submarine is underwater, and may see shrimp. Kind of a stretch of a hint, but last time when I gave you the Midtown, you got it. Second of all, the second hint was British. The Beatles are British. Mm-hmm. Third, the drummer Ringo is mm. the vocalist for the song. I didn't know he was the vocalist. Yeah, I think he he sang the song. Okay, next one. Mm-hmm. God, I hope you get this. I I don't know if this is gonna work.
painful. Okay. I'll give you 30 more seconds. seconds I don't know if that'll help man okay okay I can very much hear it but I know what I'm reading so audience at home were you able to get it so far if you are awesome you're also better than Dilly again <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry Dilshan but you're mm-hmm. gonna have to take the hit on this uh, do you need a hint yes The artist of the song is no longer with us, and it was a very popular, I think, 90s song. Ooh. Yeah. Hopefully I know it. I'll give you one more hint here, just right here, too. Right here. I need another hint. I need 20 hands. <laughs> the artist of the song. What's that? Hopefully I know it. The artist of the song. You do know the song. The artist of the song, unfortunately, um, uh, uh, committed suicide. He was part of a band. Oh. Did you get it? Uh, it's I'm one last hint. something now. But... One, one last hint before I have to give it up. One last hint for if you at home need it too. Some might say cinnamon toast crunch smells rather cinnamony. Cinnamony. And some might say shrimp smells really shrimpy. And at a party full of teens, what would you say it smells like? Teeny, what? I'll play the chorus, okay? Yeah. It's actually playing it pretty well. I know. I hear. I hear a familiar melody, but it's not coming to me. Okay. And here is one last. You might get this. 
听。Recognize it? I can't put my name. Put a name to it. Smells like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Yeah, I don't. I didn't listen to them, so I'm not really familiar. Oh, it's just like a very yeah. vaguely familiar melody, but. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> okay, I don't feel as bad. Well, I don't know the song well. Okay, okay. Well, I'm very uh, sorry, Dilshan, that you couldn't. You didn't know the origin, the original song. I did my best to get like really, really popular songs. Um, it's not a really popular、okay. guy. Yeah, did yourself, my friend. It's okay.、Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you got it at home, great job.、Um, if it smelled like Teen Spirit, you smell like Teen Spirit. Actually, you should not smell like teens unless you're a teen.、Mm-hmm. No Chris D'Elia or Kelly on us here. <laughs>、um, <laughs> but uh, that's gonna keep popping up. But <laughs> do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? <laughs> But、uh, so we're gonna let's move on.、Uh, the last song, okay? So for Dilly, you're not doing so hot today. What's going on, my man? I know. Anyways, last one, okay? This one、mm-hmm. is no longer instrumental, but now it's a cappella. The exact opposite of instrumental, of anything actually. Instruments based off just voices, right? Is it so? Is not a recorder anymore? Not a recorder. Let's see if you get this. So bad. <laughs> is is it a song? Is it still the intro? It sounds like an intro to a song. It, it's the intro to a song. Three more seconds. That's the whole thing. <laughs> That's it. That was it. Do you、oh, think that you can get this extra challenging one? Oh, hard no. <laughs> the hell is Yo, this? Hold me down like an intro. That is generally the intro of the song. Um, you. I think you know the song. Do you need a hint? I think you do. Yeah. What's What comes between two and um no, um okay the hint is oh oh we lost you but the hint to the song Dilshan and those at home is um and my camera still there what the hell oh there I'm back is the I'll give you this hint mm hmm. Humans originated from 
Africa about 150,000 years ago, I think. Maybe even longer. Mm-hmm. The interesting fact. Um, also, in some parts of the world, in Africa, or even other places in the Middle East, mm-hmm. or even in the U.S., in the North Poles and the South, it doesn't rain too often. People will be wishing for such rain to come down. Okay, here I go. This is oddly mesmerizing. Yeah. I'm not gonna get the shit, but <laughs> the name of the song is a continent. This is Af- Africa. <laughs> what the hell? That is is Africa. So... All right, already. You know how the song goes. Yeah, like whatever, right? And here it is. I'm embarrassed, man. I know that song. Oh, it's like slowed down. They don't have the percussion. Here, I'll speed it up and see if some. A little bit. I hear it now. Confirmation bias. And then here. Do. Oh, next one. Do. <laughs> oh, well, that was man. a really tough set. That's a rough one. Shen. I know you didn't. Yeah, first one I didn't know. Able to get this time. First one I only know the chorus. Second one I just don't know the song. Yeah. And then this one I'm embarrassed, but also it's trash. You have to understand how deep I dug into the internet to find these. Um, <laughs> this 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 song only had a hundred views, <laughs> and the comments. There's only two comments, and one the top comment so far is my favorite. It says, "I don't understand this, but you are doing great." <laughs> That's exactly what I think of it too. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's up? No, that's that's my sentiment as well. Yeah, and then here's one, one last one, if you think you can get this. Ready? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this, I've never heard it before, so this could literally be anything in how it sounds. Oh, my leg's numb. Shit. Oh, God. Anyways, the comment says, I'll just tell you right now, the comments say, I have so many questions, and the other person's heckin' great, you are the best. All right. It's Titanic, bro. No, how did you get that so easily? I heard the melody. <laughs> yeah, right. They, so he actually they do or she they actually do the melody like well. Mm-hmm. But like, there's just extra stuff that goes on, and then the pictures is random. The pictures not just a random boat off like frame. It's really weird. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, th- okay. I think you just need to find. That's the key for the. You have to find the melody. But for like some of the previous ones, I just couldn't find. Like, either I didn't recognize or couldn't find it. Oh, the Africa oh, one, I couldn't oh. find the melody. 
There's all this other shit. Because <laughs> I think the key with Africa, it's like it's very rhythm heavy. So like when you lose that, the song's like unrecognizable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like it has so much like sick drums and stuff. I bless the rains down in Africa. I bless the rains down in Africa. We used to sing that a lot too at the the. It slaps at the old the retirement homes and the long term care homes. Yeah, the song has no meaning. Like, the song doesn't people, say anything. Some people think it's, uh, like, appropriating. Appropriating what? It just it's says like, Africa and says random places in Africa. I don't know. There's, like, a thing about it being offensive. Where did I go now? Yeah, I'm gone, bro. Do you see me? <laughs> you're, go- you're gone. It's okay. I'm back now. It's going to be a slightly different view. Your screen's blacked. There we go. Oh! <laughs> it's going to be a little lower quality, but it's all good. Um, Damn, yo. It'll... But uh, no, no, no. Here, let's. You want let's the lyrics of Toto Africa. I want to talk about cultural appropriation on it. I want to know where is the cultural appropriation to me. Mm-hmm. I'm actually genuinely curious because I've had this talk before. I think a little bit about cultural appropriation. Yeah. It might be the video too. I'm not sure. It might be the Maybe. video. I hear the drums echoing tonight, but she hears only whispers of some quiet conversation. She's coming in 12.30 flight The moonlit wings reflect the stars that guide me towards salvation <laughs> I stopped an old man along the way Hoping for God's or words Some forgotten words or ancient melodies And then it goes on like Right, no, but it's gonna it's gonna take me a lot to drag me away from you. There's nothing but a hundred that a hundred men or more could ever do. I bless the rains down in Africa. Where'd that come from? <laughs> but where's the I cultural appropriation? I think, it, I think it might have been the video. Might have, I think it's the video. Maybe it might have been the it might be the video. I haven't seen it. And then he's like, the wild dogs cry out at night. As sure as Kilimanjaro rises, like the Olympus above the Serengeti. It sounds like a person who just laugh. traveled. Yeah, it, it sounds like a person who just traveled and then just wanted to use like random places. Mm. Um, it's going to take me a lot to drag me away from you. And then I bless the rains down in Africa for the rest of the song. I will say the harmonies are nice. Yes. The song is a great sounding song. Mm-hmm. You know, it's another song that sounds really good. It sounds mm-hmm. very similar, but actually, in my opinion, has like interesting meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the song? By the way, uh, taking yeah. we spent an hour talking about the shrimp tails. Yeah, that's wild, eh? That's actually <laughs> insane. But you know the song? That, yeah, that's actually what the heck? That's a second. Down in Africa. Yo, I want to write a song, man. I was thinking about this too because I started listening to this um, YouTube artist that I mm-hmm. had listened to previously, but kind of stopped for a while. Got back into his music, and it's like inspiring me. Like I want to write a song. You should. Yeah, I've written a couple before. Have you uh, Have you done any on YouTube? Like one of your own? Yeah, the, there's uh, there's two originals on YouTube, but the recording quality is kind of poor. Which ones are those? I can't remember. There's one I think I really liked. There's one 
about my grandpa, which is very, very poor quality recording. I might re-record it. Okay. And there's one called Rainbow Lights, which is... I probably want to re-record that one too, but... Yeah, yeah. Do, do it, there. bro. Do but, it. Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah. Um, we record those and then write something new. Yo, have I ever shared with you? Yo, we should we should make a song together, bro. I'm down. Yo, can you can you, can you produce? Not at all. But yo, I I I tried to back in the day. Okay, when I was a little kid, when I was in grade seven, you know how they ask you like, what do you want to do for the rest of your life, kind of thing. Yeah. I said I wanted to be a music producer. So then I downloaded when I was in grade seven. I downloaded uh, Fruity Loops. Yeah. If you could make me a nice track, yo, I'm down. Yeah, that's that's where I'm lacking production. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I can't, and I haven't done anything since grade eleven, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to show you the little little tiny catalog that I made that I was so proud of. Proud of. Like your productions, like songs I made. <laughs> All right. You want to hear it, bro? Yeah, absolutely. This one was meant to be in. Oh, can you hear it? Mm-hmm. This was meant to be like a Halloween <laughs> jam. Okay, I hear it. I can imagine this coming out in the nineties too. Hey. It was a dark and stormy night. And it goes bump bump bump. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine who, who now who would you put on this track? That'd be a good question. I'm trying to think. Give a few options. I'm, you gotta go like quiet and cold, like tap it, there, chop it, chop it, drop a nation. <laughs> so Lincoln Park is that what you were telling me? <laughs> yeah, I could do Lincoln Park on this. I could. I was imagining. No, I haven't. What? Getting crazy. No, you can imagine. Sorry, I just interrupted. Uh, I was imagining some like DMX. I had a feeling. By the way, rest in peace, DMX. Recipes. I haven't heard his catalog. I don't listen to him, but like just his his voice. I feel like he could like do this in a live concert and like bring it. Like the dogs! I'm gonna do it! I'm gonna do it! I'm gonna do it! I'm it! I'm gonna do it! I'm gonna do it! I'm gonna do it! I'm gonna do it! i this was my grade eight project, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I essentially made this and played it for them. So here. I like the dark and dark sounds. I think it's the only instruments I knew. <laughs> there. 
No, this is like the general tone is like dark for both of them in different ways. Okay. Sounds okay. very video gamey though. Yeah. Okay. Now this this sounds like it should be in Bandersnatch, bro. In what? what? Netflix Netflix's Bandersnatch. Have you seen it? Yo, I should start uh, selling this then. No, I never. What's Bandersnatch all about? It's like a choose your own adventure on Netflix. Okay. Okay. Um, but it's about like it's like video. This guy's like trying to make it's like a video game making company story sort of thing. Bandersnatch. I feel like I heard it. Was that? Wait, wasn't Bandersnatch the 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 what's it called? What's Dark the Black Swan or Dark Swan or whatever that's called? The show where like Bandersnatch. Yeah, let's give me one second. Bandersnatch, right? Mm-hmm. I hope you guys are in Bandersnatch. Black Mirror. Black Mirror. That's the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was Black Mirror, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I loved Black Mirror. Um, okay, but yeah, that's that's that one. So, everybody at home, that song specifically was the first like I've ever made made, okay? Mm-hmm. But I want you later on at home, if you ever have the ability to reverse it and hear what you hear. Because that was not very original. I was just like learning how to be able to, because I knew how to read notes. Um, so that was actually Daft Punk. Harder, better, faster, stronger. But what I did is I reversed it and made a song out of that reverse. Oh, damn. On that one specifically. Damn, yo. And then, you want to hear one more? Yep. I have a throw bunch one of these on the Throw one of these on the outro, too. I've done that before, actually. Okay. Podcast? So, yeah, I've done that a couple times. Oh, really? Podcasting. Yeah, <laughs> really early episodes. I can't remember. But I'm going to give you three options. One that has Eminem. Right. One that has, um, like, where I was trying to be, like, make a Kanye type beat. But, like, mm-hmm. I'd never, I didn't, I, I, this is one, that was the last thing I ever made. And then I stopped. Um, I got, like, I wasn't interested in polishing it or mastering it to make it sound clean. Yeah. So I kind of, it kind of just, it, like, kind of just sounds a little rough around the edges. There's one. That I made to an like uh, regarding an old like high school crush that I had. Okay. I was, you know, I was feeling it, and I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a song. Right, and, then, okay. and then two was just one that is just really weird and out there. All right. And three. So you're gonna give me. A, yeah, I gave you those three. Choose one, and then we'll save. I gotta that hear the high school day. crush, bro. I gotta hear the high oh. school crush. Okay, so this one is called Icy Eyes. And Icy Eyes was a song that I made in grade nine. And it was this song that my buddy heard, who was a DJ at the time, mm-hmm. um, heard from me and said, hey, we would love to, yo, we love that shit that you made. Hey. You, sh- you got to come learn DJ with us. And then that's how the whole DJ thing started in high school. Damn, yo. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to play it. Uh, shout out to whoever this is about. Sh- Sharma. 
Oh no, not him. That wasn't. It wasn't about him. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is it? Is there even noise? Oh, there we go. Grade nine. I had like an idea of a song and words in my head, but I never made words for it. Uh, what are the words? Or the idea? Icy eyes, baby, I need those icy eyes. The moment I see you, icy eyes, baby, I need those icy eyes. The moment I see you, and then so this is meant to be someone saying singing this. Yeah. I'm gonna play the full song on this one, just to give the whole story to it. Yeah. But if you're not interested, who is ever listening at home, just skip ahead. It's five minutes long. <laughs> and did she ever hear it? I don't think so. I was so soft, man. I was so, I was so nervous. Yeah. Daddy. Daddy, I see ya. There's no music theory involved. There's nothing. It's just me play. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any verses? No, I never wrote them. I should have, though. I see eyes. And then this is where I just started having fun. Like, I just took that and then... Okay, so I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. I think we're going to skip ahead. DJ Elmo. I did that. The new one there. I was like, yo, this is fire. Fire. So this is the part that nobody really enjoyed. He's like, oh, oh, where'd this come from? Ooh. Mm. It's different, I like it. So in my head, I'm like, this is going to remix right here. <laughs> hey. So I took the core bit and just started scratching it. Oh, I like it.
So this is the part when he sort of really like, he's like, hey, hey. Yeah, forget the stock noises though. <laughs> 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 I could, yo, I could imagine if someone's taking some some psychedelics and listening to this, man. They're going on a trip. You know those like kaleidoscope patterns and shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing all that with this. Bro. DJ Elmo. DJ is it was the actual thing is I. I is, DJ Elmo's got game. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. That was an old grade nine, maybe grade ten jam. Um, yeah. Yo, you should was... you should make me some lo-fi beats so that I can I can make some songs out of them. Bro, I can't make I can't do anything, man. I can't make anything like that. Was fun to me. It was awesome to me to make and all that. And I'm actually like proud of it. But it's not like an objectively good song. Like it's just <laughs> music. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, it was fun. It was genuinely a fun time. And I think if I kept going with it, I think I could have gotten good. Especially if I started learning more about music theory and chord progressions and all that. Yeah. But that was all just like off the dome and just having fun. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's good. Like, I wish I could produce stuff because, like. I'll have all these like thoughts or ideas for things, but I can't like execute it. Yeah, it's like I can't like make a nice beat for it, or I can't like play the guitar enough to play certain chords that I want. So yeah, I just yeah, like yeah. lose the inspiration, and then I get it back and I lose it. I feel you, and that's actually what's happening there. I think, and I think it's different. Back in the day, yo, back when we were kids, it was a whole different thing. Like when you were kids, man. Brother, you have the there echo was... setting or something. Oh, maybe. Is it gone? But yeah. back in the day, as kids, it, why is my shoulder out? But back in the day, as look, look now, my yo, let me sit up normal. <laughs> but back in the day, being as kids, like there was no, it was always up. It was always up. You always just improve. Okay, you never had to be the best at anything, and there was no shame at being not the best. Yeah, there was no shame at being bad. Because yeah. you were a kid, you are expected to be bad, You are, and you will improve. Yeah. Right? And, and, like, as adults now, I think it's it's a whole different story. Is It's way more shameful to be bad, it feels like, at least. Yeah, I think it's the general perception. Like, we're expected to be polished and everything. Yeah. There's no more... So, like, back in the day, we'd be doing the same thing for hours on end, just, just sucking. Yeah. But that's how you improve. That's how you get good. And we weren't even sucking a lot of time too. Like, like that song came out like pretty crazy. I think like it's like, I could see that bumping in a club. Hey, uh, I uh, see. I don't. <laughs> I like, yeah, legit. If you get, if you get somebody, you get the right person on it. Yeah, I, I could see that being in a club. And back the back in the day, I used to make videos and like be like really into editing video. Yeah. So yeah. I got Sony Vegas, Adobe After Effects. I'd like choose yeah. a software depending on the video. Like I'd be teleporting and shit. Like. Like yeah. edit like proper editing. I was decent at it back then, but you know, lost yeah. all that stuff. Tried to yeah. make beats but it didn't really it was like Fruity Loop Studio and didn't really <laughs> didn't really like, pop off. It kinda of fit but 
See, but you enjoyed doing it, right? Like, you just had fun doing it. Back then, yeah. What do you think, like, enabled you to just keep doing it, though? Like, and having fun to keep doing it and not dropping videos? Oh, I, did, yeah. I, don't, I don't do videos. No, I mean, back in the day, though, when you were oh. doing it. It's just, I don't know, it's just it, fun. That's time consuming. It was fun. Like, I, I had a YouTube channel with, with friends and, like, yeah. And then eventually my own for a little bit. And then, you know, it was just fun. I got into it. I wanted to learn how to make like cool effects for the ideas we had back in the day. Yeah. yeah. You're actually still into it, though. That's where Shoot the Ship came from. Not a video editing, though. Like, huh. There's nothing crazy yeah, yeah. in this. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to. There's a lot of things I think you could do that yeah, I yeah. just like, like, I'm just not going to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that also, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I shifted to music, I think, as I got older. I was always in, no, I was always into music, but I was shy to sing, like you've heard before, until yeah. like undergrad. But now I want to like, I wish I had somebody who could make me some some beats and stuff, make me some yeah, production yeah. or or a band to play music for me. Well, yo, anybody that's listening, if anybody can make beats, yo, hit up your boy Dilly. Yeah, make me some make me some lo-fi, some chill jams or something, or or play some saucy chords for me, like this. Oh, it's still on two times. <laughs> Yo, play it, it though. Let's see. Let's see. Might be Yo, right. on two times. Yeah, let's try it out. Okay, so it's actually a one point five, but let's keep it at that because two times gonna be in wild. Yeah. Can you guess the song, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is. I still love this. I still love this, man. I can never yeah. get over this. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. I had fun with that one. You look like it. I can feel it. I love the falsettos. I can't stop. I'm ruining it for everybody to try to listen. They just hear me going like, <laughs> oh yeah no i think it's one of my favorite covers that i did that's amazing i still can't get over that one i hey. still can't get over that one yeah, you catch that that watermelon sugar though with with uh with man rush man yo you you guys are you guys are amazing yo, he's a crazy singer though like you you heard me uh, like and stuff but he's a crazy singer both of you man he he's go got to, more of, yeah. he's got the raspiness and stuff which I, I i love that quality in in the voice like i wish i had more yeah, but but you got a whole different voice style than him. Yeah, it's like think like the voice style is important. Like Man Raj, if he was doing this, I don't think he would have sounded like like I don't think it would have hit the same way, especially doing like this Red Bone Childish Gambino. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. You could sing too, though. If you need it. Only thing I can do is Michael Bublé, and then I think I can sing good. Only then, and it's probably even then not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you're a good singer, bro. I feel, I feel like you have a voice with like where you don't try, you just do it for fun, like around the. I feel like you probably do it around the house and stuff every so often. When the night was young and the land is dark. And the moon is the only light we'll see. Uh, bust the rhymes. Uh, no, no, I won't. I won't. Ow. Be afraid. Oh, no, I won't shed a tear. <laughs> Be afraid. 
And I'm and I I've tried to do Eminem, but I can't even do that, bro. <laughs> Yo, that Eminem video you sent me was hilarious. Man. Yo, funny man. <laughs> oh yeah. What is it? He said, "Can I clean up the shoes?" And I kind of had a drop in the pools and uh, the shoes, the bees, wees, and the bees knees and the bee traps and the trap traps and the bap baps. <laughs> I don't even know what the bap baps. <laughs> it's like this Eminem. Man. Um. Yeah. Okay. So actually, real real question: Who do you find yourself singing to out loud the most? It varies depending what I'm listening to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lately, I've been jamming to that that YouTuber that I was telling you. Um, his name's Brandon Clinton Kane, by the way. Y'all gotta check him out. Okay. Okay. He's like a kid. I think he's younger. He's younger than me. I think, but he's got this like nice raspy like like all the songs are like heartbreaking. And then you Who hear his kid? voice, some random like YouTube dude, Clinton Kane. Wait, Clint, is that is not the guy? You might you might have seen him. You might have seen him. Clinton he, Kane. He has a lot of songs like "This Is What X Feels Like." Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay, I see him. Yeah, but I don't know something about his voice, man. Just is like just like cuts you. Mm-hmm. He has like that raspy quality, and you could hear him his emotion. So yeah. I'm messing with that. Um, okay. Uh, what else? I but like do you sing it out too. loud? That's the question. Yeah, like in the, no, okay. I sing in the shower a lot. So li- like late last couple of days, I've been singing his songs or trying to. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruno Mars, I sang for a little bit. The leave the door open. I've been jamming to that and uh, talking to the moon when I did my Instagram story. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, leave leave the door open is a, a jam though. I've been enjoying that one. That's the one with the pack. Yeah. Yeah. Never actually fully heard the full song. Really? Yo, mm-hmm. get on that shit, man. I've been way off of stuff lately, bro. I gotta start listening. What you doing? Where you at? Ah. Well, you got plans. Ah. No, don't say that. Yo, Shut your I, I love, I love his style. I love that. I love that funk. I love yeah. his funk style. I it's love so it. Good. They're, they're perfect duo. Head to toe, so glamorous. Let's chill out. They're they're perfect on that track together. Yeah. And apparently, like, okay. Pac did the drums in one take. I was watching, like, an interview with them. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. This guy's, man. Mine, um... He's got fillets, too, if you're hungry. Yo, you're hungry, that fish girl, I got fillets. <laughs> Ooh, you know who also got that fish fillet? Kanye West. Yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a throwback. That's a way back, way back playback. You know, that, that beat was hard back in the day. Oh, yeah. Was, you got the order. That fish fillet. Yeah. Jay Z was going hard, and then I was like, when Kanye came, I was like, it's something mad. And then, what's happening They get locked. Yo, that whole album was fire, though. Yeah. Watch the Throne. Watch the Throne. Yeah. It's a good job. But still, yo. I don't know about you, but for me, it's Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. He's your, he's your goat? I can't stop singing any song he does. He's not my goat, but any anything it's he sings, I have to It's a beautiful day, sing. and I can't stop from smiling. To drink like and then I'm buying. How about... Cause you're my everything. You're a question well, and you light me up. 
This is so when random. When you by ring way. my bell, Michael Bublé, <laughs> you're a mystery. You're from outer space. You're every minute of my every chase. And I just da, da, that I'm the, your man, and uh, I get to kiss you, baby, just because I can. Yeah. Birds flying high. And high. You know how you I know feel. How I... Sun in the sky. The sky. You know how I feel. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Dreams drifting on by. Yeah. You know know how I feel. Dem, dem. It's a new dawn. Dem, dem. It's a new day. Dem, dem. New life for me. And I'm feeling it. That song slaps too, though. Yeah, it does, bro. It does. There's oh, another man. one I always like to sing to myself. What's that? Yeah, that that, that, I lo- it's a great song. But you know what I've been liking lately, and uh, we should talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Even in the next episode, I think, too. We got uh, hitting our two hours almost. Oh, yeah. We got we to gotta end this soon. <laughs> we gotta end this, but let's let's end it on one good thing, yep. or maybe a bad thing, mm-hmm. something. But the song I am loving to sing, and someone brought to this me to, mm, English, um, and uh, the certain someone who's special to me that brought this song was when a woman loves. Yo, that's I've been jamming that too. Hey, I sent you that shit. <laughs> yeah, I just want to yeah. throw you under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I th- I think so. I, I obviously the guy is trash. Okay, be careful. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. Who's the guy? The guy is is R. Kelly. Just say it, bro. It's Robert Kelly, man. R. Kelly. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, it's, it's trash for all this transgressions and crimes and this and that. But song fire, bro. <laughs> Yo, song's amazing. Okay, so I think, I think song- it's a perfect song. Yo, you cannot say the song is bad because what are the artists has done? You can go and not support the artist. I respect that. Cool, do your thing. But yo, he's not making any money of the music we're getting. I'm not supporting. Yeah. I'm actually supporting the people who are fucking him over. Pardon my language. Yeah. I think, yeah. If no, I think it's a like perfect that. song. I think it's a perfect song. It's an amazing song. I'll try to amazing sing that song. and I'll get sad when I can't do it. So many like little, yo, so many little tricks and stuff in there. That he, right? Yeah. Yo, it's actually like it's it's genuinely an excellent song, top of the line song. Yeah. When you sent that to me, you know, rarely when you're not feel like, rarely do you like a song when someone recommends it to you and you just randomly listen to it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's usually usually like this. So- you usually like a new song when you kind of hear it out of the blue on your own. Mm-hmm. You discovered yeah. it, kind of thing, mm-hmm. or. It kind of played after a playlist that you made, or you're in a certain mood and the song is just in the right time. Yeah. But you hit me up in the middle. I was in the middle of doing work or something that's just completely disrelated. And I said, and I just played it right away. There we go. Oh, Ramadan, by the way. Ramadan, Kareem, to all you people, uh, Muslim Ramadan, folks and non-Muslim folks, it's coming up. Uh, so you will be seeing me fasting and uh, hungry. And yeah, but... um. Where was I at? Because, you know, God, God kind of came I in. sent you the song randomly. Yes, yeah, so you sent me the song, and I just played it, and I loved it right off the bat. 
It's got That's everything. That's a legendary got, song. Yeah. It's got like the soul. It's got like the passion. Like, so, and the, this is, the lyrics are beautiful for like someone who like is pretty like can't read really. Okay. That's true. That, and that's not, yeah. Now, can't read, though, doesn't mean you don't know words. We got to be careful of that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Someone who's illiterate doesn't mean that, it just means they, ha- they, weren't, they weren't learned to read. Mm-hmm. They weren't learned to read. Actually, the prophet Muhammad was illiterate. Mm-hmm. And then here's the Holy Quran. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, I think like what I meant to say for that was like he no, wrote no, the I song without like he must have had a different process of like writing the song. Yes, which I think yes. is like very talented. Yes, and, like yeah, you know, undeniably he's gifted. Absolutely so. I watched yes. that documentary "Surviving R. Kelly" and like just hearing about all his musical journey. You know, crimes aside, hearing about his musical journey, mm-hmm. he's gifted. But you know you don't pass on that gift to kids, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that was some bad. That was that was some that was some popular stuff back in the day. You know the, the jokes and all that. Um, mm. um, but man, his story is wild, man. He went down a, a it's hole. It's a shame, man. It's truly a shame. Yeah, because he had the potential to like. He, I think he he was like king of R and B. Like that was his no, he title. was the king of R and B. Yeah, he was the top of the top. He was the goat. Yeah. of it. And like he, he, um, he threw it all away. Exactly, he was like the Michael Jackson of R and B. Yeah, and now, which is an interesting conversation, which I think we should save for its own episode. Yeah, is now I feel very guilty listening to his music, which is there's a dissonance there, which be, which is that conversation that I was telling you about off camera about art versus the artist, and I'm really interested to hear, or or just to discuss that with you in general. Just I, I'm not sure if you've ever felt that sort of dissonance in listening to certain people. Um, I don't think very much, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to say this for another episode, but I guess we can give you a little brief. Briefly. Um, I I don't know if I've ever really had that dissonance because, like, what there was that bit going on with Michael Jackson for a bit too. Same thing. I still I still enjoyed the music. I don't think Michael Jackson. I just think the song. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's, that's, what, that's yeah. what I feel too. So I feel too. And, and uh, similar thing with R. Kelly. I don't think R. Kelly. I just think the song. Yeah. But like, there is a truth to it. It's like, well, if you do support the song, you're supporting the artist who's doing these things and saying that it's yeah. okay. Then, because like right now, like let's just say, mm, let's use Stalin or or Hitler or anybody of these people that did horrible, horrible things. If they made a song right now, would you go out listen to it publicly? Probably, probably not. But you'd be like, yo, the song slaps though. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like there's a, a there's a guilt not because I'm enjoying the song, but because like I'm listening to this like behind closed door, like if you know, like, yeah, yeah, like you wouldn't go bumping that like if you're in public. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't. You can't. I can't. You cannot bump R. Kelly in, in in public nearly as much as you could before. Yeah, wow. and like. I think there's a similar thing with Chris Brown that I feel similar, like strange feeling. Although I think he's been largely forgiven by society. <laughs> or the yeah, or the whole thing has shifted. And again, I think no, but I think with those, I think for example, like something like let's just say we said Hitler or Stalin, right? Because they killed 
millions of people, mm-hmm. or at least were the cause of it, and has caused horrible atrocities to numerous people, right? Yeah. And there's no question about it, right? Like, no one questions it, or some people do, but, not, like, no one really, like, not many people question it, right? It's, you know, it's almost unanimous, universal. Okay. But with someone like R. Kelly or Chris Brown, even, let's say Chris Brown, right? Because R. Kelly is pretty universal. But Chris Brown, like, I know, I don't want to get in this whole territory of it, but in people, there's still a level of doubt. Not, I'm not going to say in everybody, but there's still a level of doubt in folks, Right? that some folks can then kind of dismiss it. Does that make sense? Like, it's not yeah. like they, they didn't see it. They didn't, they just saw reports on it. It seems like a celebrity thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, like, then people will take, can take, like, that then do take a side. I'm not saying anything more on that because I don't, I don't really have much research on the topic. Right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, don't, don't take me as I'm saying I support this or that. Right? Never support anybody you know, hitting like anybody. These are crimes. These are crimes. Right. And I, I'm not, I'm not in position to talk about that, but I'm just saying, at least in that, like I can see where those kind of rebound a little bit. Cause there's celebrities that people enjoyed mm-hmm. and then they have a level of like ability to be like, well, maybe it didn't happen. Whereas like someone who like Stalin or Hitler or not, there's no question about it. And people didn't enjoy them from the start, except for the people that followed them. Closely, yeah. I think that's what it is. Is what people enjoy them so much from the start, and then when something happens, there's there is a disconnect there between like I still I fuck with this person, but then like they did this thing, and yeah. they don't they don't want to let go of that like previous yeah. person, especially if they had a lot of memories. You know, maybe they danced to like R. Kelly at their wedding, or there was like, or they played Chris Brown at their like like high school dance or whatever the fuck. Like, there's I think yeah. there's a there's a nostalgia and an attachment to to music it's, it's like and i think that's memories think that's the, associated that's that's the case and i think that's similar with a lot of like chris D'Elia fans if you know chris D'Elia with the the whole allegation of like grooming kids mm. like 17 year old 16 year old or something like that right but um similar thing it's like i wasn't a fan of his from the get-go so I don't care to listen. Like I will not go out, out of my way to go then support this guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'd be like, no, right off the bat, I'm like that's nasty. <laughs> like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Whereas I think like with yeah, as you said with like R. Kelly, like I heard him first and then I heard about the allegations. So now it's like hmm, I like his music and I still enjoy the music. Like this, I know I objectively like the song. Should I not? Li-? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, it's a. Moral and ethical dilemma, right? And but it's, I'm also so disconnected to the to the issue that actually happened that it's so easy for me to tune that out and just listen to the song as the yeah. song. Forget that, which is why I think it, I kind of forget that, which is not good mm-hmm. in of itself. But like, I don't feel like I'm supporting him in any way financially yeah. or anything like that. So to me, yeah. I just want to hear the song. Like that's that's what it is. Like, and there's there's people like. Who can't do that, and that's totally fair. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think I'm I'm the same with you. Like, I just objectively enjoy certain songs, and yeah, that, that's that's it really. Like, I don't I'm not condoning anything that the person did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to support them financially, 
Which I think with R. Kelly, it's it's good that he's not making stuff, to my knowledge, at least, from mm-hmm. watching the documentary. And that I don't think he's making money off his music. So I don't yeah. feel as bad for that. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just a, it's a weird challenge. Like, there's... You can't and you can't enjoy unconditionally anymore. I find that's the thing. Like for example, you know XX. I find it wild with XXX Tentacion being so popular. I thought he was such a piece of shit. I personally thought he was a huge piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. He abused the hell out of his girl. Mm-hmm. Like that was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I like as a result, I thought he was a piece of shit. Um, and I was still so really confused why how he was so popular. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, I think is what it was for his fans. Is the I think it was an emotional aspect to it. I think, I think his m- music was very like unfiltered emotions. I think I, I th- from you know if you have any XXX Tentacion fans, like correct me, but I think that's what it was. Yeah, and he was unique. His music was really like a- absolutely unique. Mm-hmm. And again, the songs were good. You can't say the songs were. A bad like the songs were good for who like you know for the audience that they liked it. It was good songs. Yeah. Now you just have the artist. The art was good. Yeah. It's just do, do you wish to support the artist or not? That's your point. Yeah. And it's it's challenging. It's tough. Yeah. I, uh, I find sometimes I don't know how to navigate that. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. My mind telling me no, but my body. That's literally what it is. That's literally what my it is. My body's <laughs> telling me, yeah. That's, that's exactly like summarizing what's happening here. Exactly. In your head, you know, you know that. Oh, maybe. Mm, yeah, I don't know. But then you just want to, just want to listen to it. <laughs> nah, I don't want to hurt nobody. He literally, it's a song of lyrics. Nah, I don't want to hurt nobody. But I must confess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. That song's definitely about a little girl. Oh, my God. God, yeah. <laughs> but he also uh, is saying to what we're talking about, it's very analogous, I don't see nothing wrong with a little dance and a little song. But obviously, it's like, they're obviously, it are, there obviously is a basis against listening to it. Like, I'll, I'll be straight. I'm not denying that fact. Yeah. There is. And I totally understand where you come from, and I appreciate it. Um, it'd be interesting. It's like I, I want to see folks who really do cut off on on listening to art from artists that have committed crimes. Let's say oh. heinous crimes, not just like petty crimes or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I know people. I, know, I think a lot of people are like that. I know. I know people like that. Yeah, like straight cut, right? Yep. And you know, um, mad respect to them. Yeah, it's it's completely valid. Like I get it. Yeah, mad respect to him. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, when a woman loves, man, that's the perfect song. And like he wrote a song for Michael Jackson too. This is like beautiful uh, as well. You are not an al- I, you are not alone. Have you heard that one? You are not alone. Yeah, our, yeah. He wrote that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they match very well those two. <laughs> Yeah, we just uh, we we offended literally everybody. We offended the people that said don't listen to these people. We offended the people that support these people. We offended everything here. Yeah, the boys are back. <laughs> <laughs> man. Oh man, 
Yeah, there's a lot to talk on that. That this one. No, this is what I. Before we call, before we call, this is what I want to say. This is what I dislike. It's like, man, we have these opinions, man. Just let us voice this opinion. This is what a lot of people feel, and it's not something that should be getting. Yeah. Don't get offended by this. Talk about it. Yeah. Don't just communicate Yeah, don't shut down communication. It's like I don't know what we we haven't said anything harmful. I don't think so. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. We're not condoning anything. We're not condoning anything or the actions of these people. We're just saying that. There's a topic of art versus artist, and it's challenging sometimes, and uh, we like the art, but understand, yeah, we understand right. both but sides. It, but it sucks, that, it sucks how, how, how much you have to think about your words, because when you have to think about how, how your words come out so much, you start to come up, like, as if one of the pet peeves that we have is buzzwords and all that shit. Yeah, you, start, you oh, just God. start talking buzzwords. You just start talking with way oh. too much intention behind your words to the mm-hmm. point that it starts. I get. I I find it's. I have a hard, deep distrust when I feel like people are talking with their words too intentionally. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're thinking way too much behind the words, right? Mm-hmm. That now I'm trying to be like fed something, or I'm trying to be cheated, or I'm trying to be. Um, I feel like. It's hard to explain. I feel like there's a level of shadiness always as a result. I don't. I yeah. never feel like anything is genuine when it's too polished. Is what I'm trying to get at. Mm-hmm. I, I get it too. Um, and I think it, it it can if you're too. I feel I feel like we're in a society now, like we're if we're checking that stuff too much, like it, people are just gonna. I don't know where to go. I had a thought and it just went away. Well, people are good I feel like it's very easy to make it. It's very easy. Yeah, it's very easy to lose the genuineness and to. I feel like I don't know. Just, I don't know. <laughs> well, how do you, well, no, 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 no. I'm with you. How how do you learn if you can't communicate? Yeah. And then how do you actually? Well, like like how do you do anything when you can't communicate? Right. That's how you get like the silent major- majorities, for example. Mm-hmm. Like you get people that can't communicate what they feel without being ostracized. Mm-hmm. Right, but then how much level of communication do you allow without it being hatred too? That's a whole other story. But there's a level, and I think it's it's, and I I I don't think it's generally people. I don't think people are an issue in general. I think it's just social media, and I think it's just a small group of loud people that makes everything way louder than it is. I think truly, like you go outside, you rarely do see, rarely do see anybody actually acting out and canceling or doing anything like that. It just feels like it happens so much because it is. Mm-hmm. We see it on social media, and everyone kind of hypes behind a thing, a single story or something. Yeah, and I understand to agree. Like we have, we have to like, you know, be our own police of our own behaviors and actions and words. But it does get, yeah, it can get to a point where it's either not done enough or done too much. And I right. feel like these days we're in a in a world where it's it can be done too much sometimes. To the point where people are hindered, and right. it pushes. I think it pushes. It could push people away from from the core of of what the intentions are. And that's what I think, man. And so I think it becomes very challenging for people to communicate anything. And I think, you know, a little quiet. I don't. No, I th- I, yeah. So I think, like, I, I still now. I think people are very uncomfortable to communicate to even try to tar- talk. And, and and there's no real open platform to talk properly. Then you start getting platforms where people just bubble in on their own things. Mm-hmm. Whatever that one by Amazon was called, I can't remember. And then you get like Facebook chats and like Facebook groups that always end up being the one path of a thing. 
Yeah. And that's how you start getting this whole anti-mask riot and then versus the pro-mask riot. Like, you know, you just get... It's wild, man. It's wild. Yeah. But I th- yeah, I think the, the core of what I think both of us are saying is that, like, we shouldn't stray away from discussing difficult topics. We should try to um, use our communicator role and uh, discuss both sides of it and explore the topic and and live in that uncertainty in that in that discomfort I have never felt so uncomfortable with a with an <laughs> See, that was such an intentional set of words I, <laughs> that was interdisciplinary interdimensional <laughs> multidimensional multimodal oh, multifaceted God. colonial I, 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 Dilly, I'm just yeah. gonna say it. The word colonized, I think, is being used so, per, yeah. so perverted. I think the word's been so perverted, man. And like, yeah. oh my god, that it's been used to death on every single thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and to the point that when it is used in a logical situation where it is like reasonable and it totally makes sense, my eyes still roll. Yeah, it's a, it's a, there's a desensitizing effect, I think. Oh God! It's just to make things sound more effective, and but it's it's not. It's not mm-hmm. at all. You just it, it, when you try to become so intentional with these words, what ends up happening is the word loses its in, in, intent, if that's the right phrasing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Colonizing this, colonizing like there are there, yo these words are very, 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 very strong, important words. It's like saying, I hate this, I hate that. But when you use it, when just to say, oh man, I hate pizza. I don't actually hate, like, have a hatred towards pizza, but now the word's just diluted to mean, I dislike it. Yeah. But this, these are certain key strong words where, you know, colonialization had horrible effects. Massive effects. Mm-hmm. The effects of colonization on, or the colonialism of, you know what I mean? But yeah, I just see it in everything. I don't know. Yeah. It's, Maybe I'm jaded. Yeah. Am I jaded? I think I think that happens. To be honest, like I, I get it though. Like you don't want to. These are very important ideas, and I think the intention behind the people using these words is, you know, because they're trying to bring awareness and to teach us to be mm-hmm. uh, to think about this stuff. Um, but I think if you use it, if you use the words incorrectly and in the wrong context, and and mm-hmm. put it in there when it's not supposed to be there, then, yeah. then it, it, like you're saying, it, it dilutes it to the point where I think that's that's probably why some people get pushed away from it. And that's, yeah, that's a, and that's a big part. Because, like, we had this conversation. I know we're going a little long, but, you know, why don't, why don't we finish? Why don't we continue with this real quick? Yeah. I know I, I cut us off from the ending. Sorry there. But, <laughs> no. but, like, no, no, we were talking about, before we came on, how we're talking about intersectionality week and we're learning about, the you know, identities and all that. And, these yeah. are, we both say, these are extremely important topics. Yep. And I think they are. I think it's extremely important to understand identities and to understand the intersectionality, especially intersectionality, in my opinion, of how these identities intersect. For example, and I the, am... the disparities that can happen as a result of uh, intersections between, like, whatever it is, for example, like race and gender, like, if they, they can right. intersect and you can experience the disparities of both sides, this, this is very important. Exactly. So, and I think these these topics are really important. And when they're addressed well, man, it's amazing. Yeah. When they're addressed well. 
So Shout example, out to Dr. Norm. Amazing. Norm and, and some some of these written ones were really good too for yeah. that. Yeah. And the way the way they write it, they did it. You can tell when they the words actually have the meaning that they're intended to say. Yeah. So like for example, I'm, I'm, I'm we all have in, I, intersecting identities and how their effects and because you haven't lived my life as this identity, you won't notice you may not notice these disparities or you don't have the lived experience of these such such differences, the privilege or the oppression or whatever. Which mm-hmm. all are important words. Like these are important facts, right? Yeah. But I, I know a large number of people, including myself, when we get to a week like this where we're learning about intersectionality, what's the first thing? Uh, mm. Man. Man, I don't want to do... You know what I mean? Why? Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. I want to explore that. Why is that? Yeah. You see, yeah, you see, it, you see it a lot, you know, with how people study or like... Just, I guess, implicit things too, like, you know, people making more plans for this week because there's the idea that you have more time to do stuff because the material, like, like, I think there's a, a general sense that this, I think people put this lower than other things for some reason. Okay. So I want to explore, I think, I feel, I feel, I personally tell you uh, I feel this and I have an idea I do as feel, well. I yeah. feel it. So I think I want to kind of, yeah. don't, don't hate me for feeling it. If you want to know why someone feels like this, come, you know, this is exactly the spot. Yeah. Right? Okay. So why do I feel this way, Dillian? I want to hear your, your, your reasoning too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So personally, like, once I know we're coming into this week, one, it's, it's these are more kind of like the soft skills. Mm-hmm. Right? Soft meaning like this is how you interact with people. This is what you should understand of people. It's not facts per se that are hard facts. Like the spleen is this. Yeah. This is location. These are the arteries that come up. Like, those are hard facts where you need to sit down and do a real core study and try memorize some facts. Yeah. Memorize, integrate, learn, and then know. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but these are soft skills where you're just learning now, kind of like a story. What is the lesson of the story? You know what I mean? And we're still being tested in similar format to the hard facts, which makes the testing really weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, so whatever. Aside from the testing, because you know how I'm taking this week, I'm not. I'm not studying it like it's like that. I'm just listening to it. I think. I think. It's. it's I think that makes it more enjoyable for me. Right. That's mm-hmm. that's the point. Forget the forget the the testing aspect of it. But anyway, still, why do I still feel like? Because I feel like I'm being preached upon. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and I think Chase said it in his lectures, where it's like, you should never say you should. But all these lectures feel like you should. You should mm-hmm. this. You are wrong. You are, you know what I mean? Yeah. It comes from a place of like, to me at least, I feel like I'm being preached upon. I feel like I'm being attacked. I feel like I'm being told my way of thinking is wrong or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? Which is whatever. Maybe my way of thinking is not the most correct. But that's where you learn, right? When it's not feeling so preached upon. Right? Um, yeah. At least that's my regard there. And then two is, generally these are the lectures where the words are the most, um, I want to say, dilute, dilute, yeah, the most, uh, like, perfected set of words, but it, it's so meaningless in in terms of the, like, it's, the, it sounds the like there's a, a, someone made a script and they're like, yo, this is, this is a sick script. Exactly. Let's give that to all the lecturers. 
it feels like it's art, like classical fine art. Mm-hmm. Where I look at it, and I say, "Yo, look, it's just a bunch of squares." You know what yeah. I mean? It's not something that's exciting to me. It's not something that it feels like someone that's like it, it feels almost to a point pretentious, right? Yeah. Like, uh, like all of a sudden it's just these big words. Oh my god, you're not a literary. You're not a whatever, right? Yeah. And that's how it feels. Not everyone. I'm not saying not everyone's like that, but I'm saying oftentimes yeah. this comes the case, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I'm a very I'm usually a very like logic type thing like thinker. X Y Z. Yeah. Whatever, right? So when it goes on this, then I start to go, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to sit here for an hour just to gather two pieces of information. Mm-hmm. But that's not how it is. Like, this is not. It's all about experience. Yeah. But teaching a, an experience through lecture format, I think, is the issue. Yeah. I agree. And I think, um, yeah, I find with this content, there's a difference between what the like what's ideal versus what's actually being delivered to us so Mm -hmm. you know my background is education so speaking to that um i I think it's strange that we have a separate block for this because rather than separating this from the rest of our content they're telling us to this should be embedded in our study and in no matter what we do this should be something that is that we do with any clinical encounter that we have these are the considerations and and these populations, is, they're going to go to different specialists or whatever. So my thinking is that rather than having this be a separate week and sort of siloing that off as its own piece of content, it should be integrated into every unit. So like, you know, for example, if we have a lecture on like, you know, cardiac stuff, we'll have, you know, we'll learn about the diagnosis and the treatments and all that. But I think within that, we should also be learning about you know what are the traditional medicine forms of treatment for this like in the same vein so that it's all integrated together because that's what the the idea i got from this content is like we we need to strive for an integrated approach between western and traditional medicine mm-hmm. but that's not being reflected in how we're being taught and how we're being tested and uh, yeah yeah i think um little devil's advocate to that Mm-hmm. I think oftentimes they do. I, I have noticed this. If they have tried, and I think there's like humanity pieces where they toss at us. I think but it's performative. <laughs> I, I, it, that's the thing. I do feel that too. Um, but I like. I think there's at least an, some attempt there. Um, but then the other issue is, okay, how much can we be taught at a time when we don't know anything? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like to then also teach us the other tra- non... Because there's a lot of different traditional ways of doing things. Because mm-hmm. when you say when we do say traditional ways of doing it, well, to what tradition? There's so many different traditions. Yeah. And generally what we're learning now is the, you know, the Western Eurocentric medicine, mm-hmm. which is also adopted in a lot of other areas as well. Um... So how many how many other methods can we ne- necessarily learn at a time when we're when we don't even know this either if that makes sense which is like yeah. the main yeah way that we we practice here yeah see that's that's the that's the thing I'll I'll challenge that yeah. because right there you're saying that we we should we have to learn the western stuff first and then the the 
traditional stuff sort of afterwards and stuff. But I think that's sort of implying that like one is more important than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't mean like we have to learn every single culture's traditions and like that's unrealistic. But like similar to how they're teaching us now, like a, f- a few specific select groups that like we're learning about basic indigenous and black health from what I'm seeing and LGBTQ2S. So like, I think that those are three groups that are relevant to like, I guess, our specific context or okay. like they're, they're, they're teaching that versus other things. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I think these are at least having some of that come up throughout the year in different units. Like how do we consider these situations? And it's maybe it's not relevant to everything, mm-hmm. but I think having that, for example, like the heart disease, you know, having some teaching in that main lecture about um, how, you know, a lot of the studies were done on like white males, for example, or like, um, I can't, I don't, I don't know enough to like even give examples, but I think integrating it somehow would help us over time view these things as more important. Because right now, I think the view is like these Western things are more important and now we have a separate week just for accreditation purposes and just to have a check mark that we're learning it mm-hmm. but it doesn't doesn't feel connected to to the rest of the medicine that we're doing it, it feels like its own separate week that they're just checking off and then once we pass it we're like okay we could toss it away now yeah you know what i mean no absolutely i, I want to i like the point of how did we get to these type of guidelines what mm-hmm. studies of people and I, I agree with that i think that'd be really useful mm-hmm. um because I do have a lot of those questions. Like, for example, when we do say black, what do you mean by black? We're like, like for example, in, in the heart, heart conditions, high blood pressure, hypertension. The treatment mm-hmm. of hypertension is different between for our, what we know is if a person was black or if a person was white. Yeah. But what, what's your, what's your, what's the definition of the black person here, and why was it black mm-hmm. people that exactly. get this? Like, what do you mean black? Is it African American black? Is it? Yeah. What other groups identify as black? You know, there's a lot of mm-hmm. immigrant population. Um, that are from very different, you know, mm-hmm. backgrounds that would have a de- very different set of reactions or, you know, um, yeah. outcomes to those treatments, right? For example, like if you look at my wife, Mona, you look at myself, I'm physically black. She does not appear black. So if you give her a treatment that just because she doesn't appear black, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or versus me, who does appear black, right? Yeah. Like our genetics are almost the same. Yeah. Our ethnicities are the same. You know, I'm, I'm, exactly. forget genetics. So I'm just in our region. We're so close, mm-hmm. Gen- like genetically. Like I could have literally just had the light skin tone, like my mother's sister, for example. Yeah. Or her aunt, or my dad's aunt, or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying, like, th- and this is what I appreciate about Norms, uh, uh, Doctor Nora, uh, Ani's lecture, Norms right um was that understanding she and what she did in my opinion was great and i think what you were saying is like kind of spread that out throughout and i would agree with that um but then the issues i have with the choosing of those main groups you said the asian the black and the the aboriginal or uh first nations or uh indigenous and i'm sorry i don't i never know which which is the best yeah, the indi- to use, indigenous though. black and the LGBTQS, uh, Q2S. Was... Right. 
But even the, when we even then when we do that and the LGBTQs, even then when we do that, these groups are not monoliths. So when we go with these tra- methods, well, what's traditional to one person in that group might not be traditional to the, another person within that same group. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another issue: is all these groups end up being treated as monoliths. Yeah. If we're not, especially if we're not careful with the way we're taught teaching it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. I didn't mean like this is the blood, like for example, let's go with blood pressure. This is the blood pressure for LGBTQ to like. I didn't mean like that. I meant like kind of having these conversations in the lecture space or having at least like some acknowledgement yeah. of it, speaking yeah. to the complexity of medicine. Like, and I yeah. think part of that is maybe the lecturers themselves. I'm not going to put blame on any lecturers in particular, but I think yeah. maybe they they follow the guidelines that they were taught way back in the day. And yeah. I think, I, th- I think as we're learning these things, we need to have these conversations that like literally like how we're discussing this right now, yeah. I think they could have addressed that topic in the, in the hypertension lecture instead of just telling us black exactly. people, amlodipine, white people, uh, Ramaco yeah, yeah. or whatever. Exactly. But unpacking those things and challenging it and saying, you know, at the end of the day, it depends on the patient, the circumstances. And yes. Yes. Yeah. And I, and yeah, and I'm with you on that. And even even this between us, like what we're saying is this is a, this is this is the discussion here. And, and that's what I that is the see that's the benefit of these this kind of week. It actually gets us if we take the time to talk, it gets us the, the chance to look in these opportunities of what we're missing out and what we should do mm-hmm. and what what are at least what are some gaps? Like we just addressed some yeah. gaps and maybe yeah. an idea of how we could tackle it. Yeah. Right. But this gets a conversation going. Yeah. And it's it's but, tough too, because like, on the one hand, I'm I'm advocating for an integrated approach, but at the same time, you know, from a appearance perspective, having its own distinct block does give that a level of importance as well. Saying, oh, this is yeah. just as important as any other block. Yeah. But then it's like a weird material to have in its own block. So it's yeah, it's a lot of things to navigate versus like thinking about this stuff, like pedagogically but also like hidden curriculum wise like what kind of messages is it conveying to the students and how is that going to affect their experience of it yeah and and i and i think and i think this is the thing and i i i think the way we're we're learning these are just it's it's not the right medium not the right format to do these Mm -hmm. types of types of this type of learning soft skills are not usually learned through a hard skill type teaching like lectures multiple choice tests like no this is this is not the way no at all it's it's yeah it's usually through experiences and that could be challenging like what am i gonna always get like and i'm gonna set you with uh you know let's say today i'm gonna put you with a black person and learn their life like you can sack right (laughs) but right but but no i want to say they did offend they actually have been doing these like these pieces for a while throughout sprinkled sometimes in cbl talking about the indigenous community sometime and you know what i mean like I, I think they actually do they do sprinkle a lot and they do teach us really well a lot of times we've learned about the the yeah. ishc yeah. for example i think ishc that's the whole point of it which i think it is great that's the point that's what it was meant to do you go mm-hmm. home visits and all and i think um for example even over zoom they changed it up and did a great job that was the um um god what was it called uh, the one with the uh, it was the indigenous. Um, oh, that's fantastic! That workshop, the blanket exercise. Well, the blanket exercise. The blanket exercise. That was, that was excellent. Excellent. Very well done. Again, 
it's an exp- it's it's a soft skill that you have to feel as an experience. You have to feel it. It's not yeah. just a fact. We learn from stories. You learn from stories, and that's another part. When we start talking, when we, this is the other part here. We learn from stories. Do we agree? You agree? I agree. Yeah, I think it's literally like there's evidence but, on that too. Right, but when we pepper saying we learn with, from stories with a whole other slew of things added to it, for example, as you know, we learn. Let's not learn today the the typical Western style. Let's learn today using stories, which is the traditional way of many people of ancestors in the past. It's that sentence right there. Is it true objectively? Yes, people in the past learned by stories. But we also learn by stories today. But that feels like an attack on the way I do things personally now. Mm-hmm. I feel like now you're now I'm already in a defensive position. Right? Yeah, there was no the it, I get the idea. The idea was to highlight the importance of stories, but in doing mm-hmm. so, we bashed, we bashed the personality of a person. We could have just said, you know, the stories are really important, and uh, you know, stories are valuable. So, uh, and you know, we're going to learn by a story, or just or do it. just say the story and learn. Exactly, <laughs> we all learn by stories. Like, yeah. it's a it's a long, uh, steadfast way of yeah. learning. Like. Now I get it. There probably is a, a whole level of nuance behind it where it's like, ha, where's your lecture? You're just going to teach by a story like this. But, and, and, and that's probably something I'm missing out on here. And I'd love mm-hmm. to learn that. Yeah. But it's when I hear those kind of statements that then now I just heard to me what sounds like a whole lot of intentional words that's setting me up to try to sell something to me. And now I'm on yes. defense. And yeah. now I roll my eyes. Exactly. And I think the... The reason the blanket exercise worked really well is I think the idea of not knowing what's coming is also important. Because yeah. all we saw was blanket exercise, download these backgrounds, be ready. Like we didn't know what was going to happen. And then we go in there, they're telling us the story with real experiences and they have you know data, all that to back it up. But they're telling us their own story from the people who had the story. Yeah. We're seeing it visually on Zoom. The people, oh, these are the people who died from yeah. from xyz whatever and we didn't know what was going to happen yeah. now with this lecture that you're you're saying they're spending like a really really long time prefacing it and giving us these like this is what we're going to we're going to do they learn this by the story and this is the blah blah blah, blah, blah. and now yeah. that takes us out of in, like giving us the chance to engage with the experience yeah yeah i'm with you and Again, there's probably a whole level of you know nuance and uh, yeah, and understanding that, like you know, again, they might have been bashed so much that uh, like this person who's teaching might have been bashed on the topic so much, or whoever you know what they're representing. That That's true. Yeah, you actually have to you have to preface it in order to make that statement, mm. right? To 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 really emphasize that. But I think even then there would be an explanation as to that. Yeah, you know, oftentimes in the past stories have been bashed for being this. But now, you know, we're going to do this through a story even um, and, and then go from there, do that same explanation. Because now yeah. you said it, there's a reasoning for that statement initially. Mm. And, and maybe I'm just, maybe it's nitpicking, but I'm saying, like, this is why I feel the way I feel. Yeah. Yeah, I think and yeah. Wor- words matter, but yet the, it's weird because on the one hand, you, it's, it's a weird thing when people are scripting their words to a point where it sounds disingenuous. But on the other hand, you still have to choose your words in order to deliver that sentiment that you're just saying like properly. Yeah, um, we're we're on the age of 
also YouTube and TikTok and stuff versus TV scripts. I think mm. generally we're we like, and I think po- that's why podcasts gain their popularity. Is it's it's, it's unscripted. Th- people authentic. are just going. It's authentic. That's the point. It's authentic, and I think it's it's it, when things just don't sound authentic. I think maybe it's just me, but I feel like a lot of folks just generally also have that. That's exactly what uh, it is. That yeah, that trigger for a lack of authenticity, and for the folks who really look out to these lectures, for example, Dr. Norum's lecture. It's because, you know, I, I I appreciate her lecture, but maybe also because I fit her understanding of it, so I never felt attacked. In fact, more I was like, preach, preach, because I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Right. And maybe that's just my bias, and 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 maybe I'm maybe she did say things in a way that was annoying or whatever. But the point is, what I'm trying to get at that, God, I get back. But the point what I'm trying to get at is. It's for the to make it. These topics are, are, are being taught to teach people who don't know about these topics. We're not yeah. trying to reach out to the people who already know about these topics. Yeah, those are the ones who are already going to be fighting and saying yes, this is awesome right from the get go. No, reaching out to folks who don't know this topic, who who need to learn this topic and and understand the importance of the topic. Yeah, but we have to be able to talk at their at 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 what they can get at. You know what I mean? Yeah, what vibes for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a, it's such a challenge. Yeah, and and I think that's why a lot of comedians, by the way, are suit like there's like maybe it's just uh, maybe because what I what I fall, but there's a lot of those comedians now that are really popular, like Bill Burr, or Dave Chappelle's, and whatever. I think it's just because they they spit what people want to hear. They spit like the, what feels authentic to people. I think that's why comedy is an industry. Like comedians, sorry, are like a thing in general because they especially nowadays because they give you a break from this like constrained like um scripted disingenuous thing or what feels that way for people and you go to comedy it's like ah thank Thank you somebody thank somebody who's being real with me and not trying to feed me something that they like maybe they don't even believe it or like they're they're not trying to feed me something they're not trying to to agree yeah i don't even need to agree with what they're saying but i'm finding the humor in what they're saying because yeah. they're saying authentically. But again, if you come out authentically racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other, yeah. That's, yeah. Even then, comedians, they play, on, they play on that line. Yeah, they go for, this is what comedy is. They go for tension, and comedy is the relief of that tension. Yeah. You laugh when tension releases. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we made it out of that one alive. <laughs> yeah. You know, like exactly. And if someone made, if there's a, if Kevin Hart or whatever came in and made a comedy set about this, the topics we're talking about right now, I'm sure it would slap. I'm sure everybody would would be dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know exactly. Yeah, and, and that I think maybe yeah, yeah. But if you see like a, script, a scripted comedy set, oh my god. Exactly. They're all scripted. Obviously, they all practice it really hard. But when it doesn't feel natural or it feels yeah. scripted, it feels practiced. It's like, yeah. And I don't know if it's scripted. I think they have like point, like outline. But I think they're still delivering it from a real place, and like they're telling the story yeah. in their own words. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't know. If they, I don't think they transcribe a whole script of stuff. Like no, I'm probably not. But I think like, all right, I'm going to talk about are... this, and then I'm going to talk about that, and then I'm going to talk yeah. about this. 
But they are practice because they do have to set those. They do have to say, I'm going to talk about this, this, and then this. Yeah. Because sometimes you have to set up a punchline. Yeah. But but you're right. Like, they come out at it with sounds genuine or at least a story in their intention was genuine. Like, yeah. Or even not genuine. It's just to be funny. <laughs> yeah. To point out an absurdity. But, yeah. And even if the story is fictitious, there's a there's something real about it that's grabbing us. There's, some, there's something real that we're relating to. Yeah, exactly. Especially if it's just odd, uh, like, yeah, I'm thinking like Dave Chappelle. He's he's great with that. Like I was, I was yeah. thinking about the the R. Kelly jokes. I was thinking about those. Oh, that was Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah. Those uh, Dave Chappelle did some of that too. Did he? Oh, I gotta yeah. hear that. Yeah, you're on Echo again, I think. Why do I do that? I think that's a great. <laughs> I think it's a good spot to echo my way out of here. Yeah, that was a great conversation. Yeah, I'm glad we had it. Yeah. And there's, there's more to be said too. Um, yeah, it's been on our mind for a while. We've been wanting to talk about it. And it's like we're thinking, shoot the shift the spot to talk about it. Like, do we want to? And what is that? Like, why do we even have to worry about talking about this? Like, I don't think we. Exactly. Again, we're, we're we're literally just spitting what we feel. Like, this is what yeah. we feel. I'm not bashing you. I'm saying I don't feel comfortable with something, and this is why. And we're genuinely like we're not dismissing anything. Like we're we're agreeing no. that. You know the topic's important, and I think I think what you and I are saying, correct me if I'm wrong, is that it's not being done in the right way, and it's it's resulting in things feeling uncomfortable. Yeah, and please don't come at me with just big words unnecessarily. I don't like buzzwords. I hate buzzwords. Every time people uh. like back when I used to edit like um, essays and stuff, when people would throw in buzzwords, nick that. <laughs> I hate it. Get that out of here, man. I'm done with that. When they are used and they're used properly, it is powerful. Mm-hmm. Poetry, for example, does a fantastic job with that. Yeah. But if it's used excessively, it's like, it's like, okay, it's exactly like Nutella or even better, a better example would have been cream cheese icing. It's exactly like cream cheese icing. Cream cheese icing is fantastic on like on things, mm-hmm. but if the whole thing is cream cheese icing, what am I eating? Exactly. You know. Yep. Charmin Ultra. You know they say it best. Less is more. Exactly. Maybe I just need to read more though. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise it'll, it'll be like like Stoop Dog says, I'm "Slipping and I'm slipping and I'm slipping." Oh, that's Dr. Dre. Yes, that's not uh, Stoop Dog at all. Slipping that's... and I'm slipping and I'm slipping. <laughs> the best line of all time. Man, and I'm slipping and I'm slipping and I'm slipping. <laughs> oh man. Yep. I'm glad you guys listened to that. Appreciate yep. that. So Yeah, let us know your thoughts. Like keep the discussion going. I think we say that at the end of every episode, but like really for the I think this type of topic is really important. And yeah. like you know, feel free to message both of us or either of us or whatever you feel comfortable with. Because we love to keep the combo going. Exactly. If anything resonated with you, hit us up. If anything didn't resonate with you or you disagree with any of the points we made or God forbid, if anything, well, I'm, actually do not forbid it. I'm saying <laughs> if anything <laughs> has got you riled up, bring it up. Talk about it. Say it. Yeah. That's the whole point. This is a space of communication. It's it. When you're listening, it is one sided, but we're also here to listen too. So maybe we'll bring it up on next episode too. Continue the conversation. Exactly. All right. It's a good spot, I think. Um, I think it's yeah. 
Thanks for rocking with us. You can catch us on all the socials. Got to say that yeah, a piece yeah. at the end. Uh, at shoot now, the ship. Keep, yeah, we keep forgetting to say hit the like and subscribe. At the I know. Hit Always that like that. and subscribe and notification bell. <laughs> uh, at shoot the ship on Facebook and Instagram. Um, email us shoot the ship podcast gmail dot com. What yeah. else do we have? Uh, Should we get on we TikTok? Have... Maybe we get on TikTok. Or something. Uh, no, 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 I'm not about that life. But if if y'all, hey, y'all, y'all, y'all digging what we did, what we doing? Just let us know. As always, we always appreciate it. Um, yep. you know, and uh, like, subscribe, comment, and maybe donate to our Patreon when we do that. <laughs> this is almost like a special two part, two two like episode, episode. I think it's the longest episode ever. How long is this? this is two forty four. Yo, the editing is going to be really soft on this one. Just, um, if there's if there's issues, there's issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, just don't don't go, don't need to add anything to it. Just... Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, everybody. Captains are off. Ship has sailed. See you next time. Ciao. I got Wait, it. Where's my camera? There you go. You got it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> Ciao, everybody. Did you get your shots? Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? America, America. Do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? America, America, America. Do you have your passport?